Risings Love Bugs. Today is Saturday, November 26th. It's 1028 a.m. Um, and I'm gonna pick up where I left off. I'm gonna try to get as much done before my son wakes up. <laughs> um, so we left off with the fact that one of their merchants, I guess, or like their traders from the new 13th Dynasty ruled by Nefertiti's mom and dad that they stumbled upon South Arabia, I think, which is now considered as, like, um, Yemen and Ethiopia area, and it was ruled by Queen of Sheba, um, yeah, so that happened, um, I think last night before I stopped, I was like, she had different processes, she believed in different things, um, she didn't believe in the gods that we believed in. So I was kind of trying to look up a little bit. And there was a whole... It, shit would be all over the place in the um, in this information they be putting out. But what I did see is that even though she was in Ethiopia, I think she was like Yoruba. Um, and the reason I say that is because in present day, like present day Nigeria, I believe that's where she's buried. Um, the Queen of Sheba. I believe she's buried in present-day Nigeria. And when I looked it up, I seen, like, some some um, Yoruba. So it's like that is, like, in a form of its own. She believes in, like, Orishas and things like that. Um, like Oya and Yemeya and Shango, Ogun, things like that. So she believes in the Orishas. She don't believe in the Egyptian gods. So that's a whole thing in itself so she believed in like voodoo pantheon um so that was that was unique also i think before we really jump into what the rest of this is saying is that um the philosopher that went to go see her of course this is when they're younger so when i started off the whole nefertiti story i thought she was going to talk about like our family, like, you know, her being married to my dad and shit like that, but now she's telling me about her childhood, because I asked what was written in her temples, um, that they probably could not read, or what was written in the scrolls about Nefertiti that they probably couldn't read in hieroglyphs, so apparently it's, like, her whole story from her childhood to, like, how she became, like, Queen Nefertiti, you know what I'm saying, um, so that's a little bit of, like, backstory, what's going on, um, of course, I mentioned when she got older and she became a stepmom to me. Obviously, that was years later. So I'm going to tell you guys how both my past lives are kind of tying into each other right now. Um, the Queen of Sheba, I mentioned before on one of these other podcasts, maybe the Tower of Babel or something like that, when I was talking about demonology and I was saying that the reason um, I know so much about demons and people can't send them to me and stuff was because I used to be King Solomon so this philosopher is King Solomon dog (laughs) the philosopher that um merchant that is going out there to um to link with other traders and trade information is him so he's one of the merchants he could have came from the old country and he was just an older dude and they sent him um, along this uh, journey to have a new dynasty and things like that. So he was one of them. He was quite older when he met her, and I think he died when he was older as well. And so the she she ruled, Queen Sheba ruled in her area for about 50 years. 
and he died when he was about 60, I think. So it's like, you know, they were quite older. The thing with reincarnation is you don't got to wait thousands of years to reincarnate. So obviously, as Amunet and Nefertiti being my stepmom in the future, this is nowhere near this time because she's a child. She's a child that's just like an adolescent around this time that likes to dance and sing and write and do, you know, little creative things, her and her twin sister. So it's like I was... This is what I mean when I try to explain to you guys that soul families kind of like um, you guys are reborn again um, around each other. It's like a soul family. So they were in my soul family in this part in time when they started the dynasty over again. I was one of the philosophers as King Solomon. So not only studying demons, capturing demons and all that kind of shit, but like other things that involve philosophy, obviously. Um again translating scrolls and stories he probably was one of the people that helped the dad teach them how to read hieroglyphs in our language and stuff like that so it's like um you know what i'm trying to say just like make it make sense <laughs> um so yeah he went to go travel and he's the one that ran into her he's like oh so he was trading her stories he was teaching her things and then like one of the most pronounced um i'm not trying to get into it too much but one of the most um, known things of, that's written in the Bible, and I think it's the book of Hebrews. The thing is, the original book of Hebrews is probably written in a whole other language. So, of course, pay attention to how they rewrite shit. Um, is there, There's a story in there about how the Queen of Sheba, <clears throat> the Queen of Sheba, like, um, went and visited Solomon for his knowledge and his wisdom. So he came and shared her, laced her with some game when he went there, you know, left her with some stuff. And then she probably came back to our part of town and visited him um, when he was an actual king of his own little area. Because it's like, um, I'm guessing they built up what they built up. And then when everybody was balling, it's like he became a king. You know what I'm saying? So he, um, he basically like, um, she came to his part of town and was like, hey, man, I need to know about some of your wisdom when it comes to, like, these gin spirits, these demons and stuff like that. And he helped her um, with that. And that's when she left him with a baby. Okay? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to get into it too much, but, like, yeah, bro. And if, in case you guys are wondering, going back into reincarnation, I was a masculine energy in that past life. I was a man. And my husband, in today's time, he was a woman. So he was the queen of Sheba with his little fast ass. <laughs> he was the queen of Sheba, bro. And he was just like, he had about nine, ten kids. There's only one that's recorded in history that took over her throne after. And I think his name was like Melnik or Malik or something like that. Malik, something. But um, it's like, yeah, she got, she got multiple kids. I don't know if people really know that or not, but she does. I knew that. Um, so, yeah, that's that whole little situation. So, for her to start off in Ethiopia and then travel, and then now she's buried in Nigeria, obviously, it's like they moved around a lot and things like that. But she did practice Yoruba. When I looked into her funerary rites, because I was like, um, they did things differently from what we did in Egypt. They just buried them kind of like they do in America, like a casket. Or like they put them in the ground type of thing. They did that type of thing. They had like funerary services. You could mourn them and 
all that kind of stuff that they kind of do in like America that we're kind of used to now. They did not cremate them though. They didn't cremate them. They actually like put them in the ground and buried them. They didn't do a mummification process. So moving forward, we're gonna get back to what um what they want to tell me in the cards. But basically, um, that's I just wanted to like end it off there because I had to go and make sure my son was doing good. Anyways, you guys, I'm gonna pause it here and then we're gonna jump into it. we got here (laughs) um yeah this is crazy okay so what i'm seeing is what is this telling me i think this small little portion is telling me a little bit more about her and him which is funny because i thought i was gonna wrap it up there Um, hold on, let me make sure. Yeah, this is a, in a way, it's, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit telling more. So, obviously, Queen of Sheba and King Solomon had something to do with Nefertiti's story for her to kind of like um, keep talking about it. I didn't know I was going to talk about it when I'm looking at these cards. I am. Okay, boom. When he met her, they were younger. I'm seeing like he became his own king at 13. In our um, what? They were hella younger, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. They were like 13. He was a king at like 13, so he was a young merchant. He was very smart. Um, I did see he became a king at 13 years old, 12 or 13, in the little shit when I looked. But I'm seeing like he became a king in our um, kingdom. Like it wasn't like what I'm picking up is like since everybody built it from the ground up and everybody was doing good and trade and stuff like that. It was like, okay, you can go and claim this for yourself. You can go and claim that for yourself. So he became a king at 12, 13 years old. He was very wealthy. He was doing very good. And he was like hella grown for his age. You got to also remember, like, back in the day, they used to marry at, like, 15 and stuff like that. I'm not going to hold you. I'm jumping up a little ahead of time. But right now, Nefertiti is, like, a child. Um, like, you know, an adolescent, not even a preteen age quite yet. She's very young. And she and she married to my dad at 15. You know what I'm saying? My stepdad during this time. I mean, my actual dad during this time. So this is still before I was even thought of. But King Solomon was about 12, 13 years old when he um, met and had a baby with um, the Queen of Sheba. He didn't have no kids at the time. Um, He didn't have no family. He was just, like, really just building up. He went towards her and seeing her, her beauty, she was different. She looked very different from us. She's chocolate. So another thing I noticed is, like, they, you know how, like, they tried to um, whitewash Egypt? And make it seem like Cleopatra looked white and all this kind of shit. They did the whole, like, Elizabeth Taylor shit and all that on the movies. Um, some of the pictures, they tried to depict them as white and shit like that. They're not, dog. Like, they're they're black. 
So it's like when I seen, I was looking up pictures of Queen of Sheba because I was just like, bro, she sounded like she was hot shit. Let me see, you know, pictures or paintings of her. And like a lot of them, older ones, was like chocolate. And then they try to modernize her and make it seem like she looked like whiter, like she was like Arabic or something. But like even if she was Arabic, they try to make her look like she was way, way lighter. And she's not. She's a deep, dark chocolate woman. Um, and yeah, like. So what I'm seeing is like he never seen nobody look like her before. He was like, damn, man, you know, like what the fuck? And she was like young too. Like she could have been like one or two years older than him. So like he's 13, she could have been like 15, something like that. Um, yeah, and it wasn't like he was broke. She wasn't expecting this. She wasn't um he wasn't expecting like her to have her own money. Like when they traded gold, the Queen of Sheba was on her own her own gold coin, like um, back in Egypt, it could have just been, like, a certain symbol or something on their gold. And it's, like, um, her, she had her face on it. So, like I said, bro, she was hot shit, bro. She was, like, feeling herself. She's like, yeah, I'm this, I'm that. Like, don't lie. Everybody listen to me. She was a young queen, too. And she had her face on her coin. He was like, damn, who the fuck is she? Like, who is she be feeling like, dog? Like, <laughs> but he was feeling it. He liked her. So, when they first got to know each other... At this young age, they didn't have no kid. Um, actually, is what I'm saying. They didn't have any kids at this time. Um, but it's like when they got older and she came to visit him, they had a kid. So it's like they had like kind of like an ongoing relationship. Of course, we're trading back and forth and stuff. But she needed his knowledge. And she was kind of like feeling him a little bit like, oh, shit, you a young king like me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you came to my kingdom. I'm about to come to your kingdom. My elephant gonna carry me over there, you feel me? I'm about to bring hella shit, bring hella people. It kind of reminds me of, like, um, if you guys ever seen, like, Coming to America and, like, uh, the, the, the prince was about to become, you know, a king pretty much and, like, he was getting married and, like, the female that was married to him, she had her whole entourage come and her family and they did it up big. They had dancers and shit, you know, it's kind of like that, like, it was like a parade damn near for her to come, you know what I'm saying? So, like, um, I do see when they're maybe about, like, 30. So, from, like, 13, 13 to 15 years old. He was 13, she was 15. They just kind of was, like, trading information and shit like that. He visited her, she visited him. They was keeping it on some business shit, but she was kind of feeling him and shit like that. And, um, and, like, you know, they had an ongoing relationship with that. They was always trading back gold and stuff like that. But, like, the gold, she, he came back way to his um, part of town. It had her face on it and shit like that, right? So then, boom, um, at about 30 years old, I don't know where they were traveling to. Well, hold on. They were traveling somewhere. They were traveling somewhere, and they got married. They got married. So, this could have been around the time they had baby, this baby. So, when she came to him for information, I see he was concerned about this because it's like, what you mean you got demons? You know what I'm saying? Like, she knew out of everybody that she knew that she traded with, it's like she liked his mind. So, um, that's so funny to me. <laughs> so, they were like sapiosexuals. Um, I don't know if they knew this back in the day, if that word was even invented. But they were like sapiosexuals, so... Um, she was attracted to his mind. And, like, around, like, 30 years old, they got married. And, like, this is when, um, this is when he came to, 
uh, she came to him, excuse me, when she came to him, they got married. By then, of course, like, he was already a young king at, like, 13. She was already a young queen at, like, 15, running shit. But it's like, um, they were actually in love. And, like, uh, he told her stories of, like, where he came from, how Egypt was before. I'm not going to hold you. He actually was, um, I'm seeing that he was a slave. So he was a slave, a young slave, um, or like born into slavery in Egypt. And you know how I told you they picked a certain amount of people. I see not only did they pick like some nobles to go and create the new place, they also picked like some, um, some, uh, Slaves or that previous um, Hebrew slave. So he was a previous Hebrew, Hebrew slave when he was younger. And then um, with his studies and everything, he was studying and stuff growing up. By the time he was 12, 13 years old, he was able to become a king. And then from there, they trusted him to go and be a merchant. And then from being a merchant, he became rich. Like, really, really quick. Like I said, it didn't take long to get rich back in these days with this gold and trading and stuff like that. So he was well off. Then boom, he meets her or whatever, and then it's like um they're they're doing their trading thing for all these years. Uh, they kind of was like feeling on each other, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like they was kind of like, oh, okay, like I like you. You know they could like she could have gave him his first kiss or something like that at like 15, when he turned 15, like two years later after they had this little business relationship. It's like hmm, like you kind of cool. I like you, you know. And she was kind of playing on him and shit like that. <laughs> this is so funny. But it's like, she didn't really want a husband in her kingdom or nothing like that. So they were just kind of like dating. They just had like a little little here and there, you know what I'm saying? Like they were kind of dating on and off for like four years. Like they'll see each other when they needed trade. He'd come through, you know, he'd get a little kiss or something like that. But I don't think they really had sex or nothing like that is what I'm seeing in the cars. This is so funny. Um, <laughs> this is so funny to me. So, when they're about 30 years old, after their little four encounters, four or five encounters of doing some trade over the years, she needed his help, and she had some gin spirits or some dark spirits, and, like, um, she's Yoruba, so, it's like, you know, they had a, the different Orishas, like, the guy, uh, the different Orishas, like, Ogun, Shango, Oya, Yemeya, um, Babalu, you know, all these different um, Orishas. If you don't know about that, you're going to have to look into that. I'm not going to get into it too much because this is real, still around Nefertiti story. I'm not trying to drift off too much. But, like, um, yeah, so, like, she was like, I don't know nothing about these fucking demons and shit like that. Like, I don't know if maybe people were, like, possessed or, like, she had hauntings or something, gin spirit, something. She needed to know some of his knowledge about this because she knew he knew about this. So, around the time, he was like, 30 they was like in their 30s like around that time maybe she could have been 30 he could have been like 28 or something like that um he was like a little concerned with this like what you mean like you good so when she came up there to his home in order like she had to go by his customs so it's like in order for him to have a baby with her they had to be married like that's that's just like with the god Ra, that's just like what it is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and it's like they wanted to be in each other's lives in the next lifetime. So it's like I remember, I remember I told you guys like, um, by Egyptian rules, you gotta be married before you pass away. And even though they weren't about to pass away no time soon, they were healthy thirty year olds, twenty eight year olds, however old they were. It's like you. This is just the rules when you're on our land. So she came up to our land. She had to get married. 
Um, she stayed there for like a little while, a hot little second. And then she left. And it's like when she was up there, she got married to him. So the rumor about if they were married, they were married. And like, um, <laughs> it's just like when they bore their first child, she left them. <laughs> yeah, a year later, she could have been up there for like a year learning as much knowledge as she could he was teaching her about demons how to control them how to slay them all that kind of stuff like that and then like um they had the baby the baby was held in high honor um this baby was like very filthy i'm not gonna hold you it was like this baby was filthy he was like concerned also about like it's more than just it's like an agreement they had it's like it's more than just um she left him with the baby it's like, you got demons still over there. You feel me? I don't want my baby over there. You feel me? Like, the baby can stay here with me. We're good over here. You go handle that. Slay them demons, but I taught you what I taught you. Um, during this time that she was at, um, in Egypt, she was, like, she wasn't on all her big, like, big, big shit like that. Like, she was just chilling and kind of, like, just learning the customs. She didn't have to work. She didn't have to spend anything. She didn't have to really do nothing. Her people were kind of just like, you know, like I said, she came with her entourage of people, her own soldiers and stuff like that. It was kind of like they were just like, bro, when you in my town, you can chill. Like, you ain't got work. You're good. You can just eat. You feel me? Like, we're balling. You know, like, they were getting a lot of gifts. You know, they were able to eat. They weren't expecting it. It was like hospitality. But it's like you do have to have this one custom. Like, if you're going to have a baby with this man and you really do love him, like, in our belief system, you got to marry him so that y'all can be together in another lifetime. So it's like during this lifetime with King Solomon and Queen Sheba, they got married in Egypt um, under the ruling of Nefertiti's mom and dad. So, like, they could have married them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they had to have, like, witnessed there or something like that. Like, they witnessed it. Um, she showed them a new way of, like, how they... Like, when they was making gold there, she was like, I'm going to show you how um, we put my face on it. And she's like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how the gold looks now, but if there's any gold that they be finding that has like certain faces of certain pharaohs and shit on it they got the idea from queen that she would yeah after um i see there was a messenger that came from her um her uh country or something like that or like where she ruled over and was telling her like there's somebody that's in prison and the only reason they're imprisoned is because they were like thought to have demons like they had to be exercised or like they just were thought to be evil so she got this message and she's like well i gotta go and it's like you know she had to make a mature decision i see she didn't really want to leave her kid but like she did have to go um i do see like um yeah, during that time, too, like, she was keeping it hidden. <laughs> she was keeping it hidden that she was, that she was married. <clears throat> she was keeping it hidden that she was married. Um, this is so funny to me because it's like she didn't want nobody to respect her any less. So she was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not married, dog. Like, I ain't got no kids. You should look that, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, like, you know, earlier on the last episode, I was like, damn, she hot shit. She's like, oh, yeah, listen to me, this, da, da, da. Like, 
you don't listen to me, I'll kill you. And all this other shit. So she was like trying not to be coming off as like she's soft because she's married. So she was like, yeah, like she didn't want nobody to know like she wasn't running shit in these people's country. She didn't want nobody to know she had this baby. She was just like, man, I'm about to go back to my hot shit. So she was kind of like faking the funk. Like when they came, she was acting like she wasn't married. She ain't had no baby and shit like that. Like, what you been doing up here the whole time? She ain't telling them that she was married. Shit like that. Um, so she went back on her journey and things like that so that they can like slay this demon or slay these demons because there was people that was locked up that was like um, apparently like possessed. And it was like a lot of work getting around her. Um, her country or like wherever she ruled so she made the move I see um, he was constantly thinking about her they were constantly thinking about each other cause it's like you know he ain't see her like that um, I do see like at some point in time he did go and visit her again it would make the journey and it's like by the time he did that she was quite older he was quite older um, they would um, sit down and like interpret maps together and it's like okay she like I said before there was a language barrier so all this time and I'm going back and forth he learned her language she learned Hebrew he learned Arabic so it makes sense when I was um breaking down the Hebrew decoded I was speaking a little Arabic and a little Hebrew when I was doing that so that makes sense so that's why there's like that there's a way there's certain words that are Arabic there's certain words that are Hebrew and they have similar definitions sometimes and this is like how they were able to establish that they were able to make maps of like everywhere they went everywhere she went if they went by boat and she didn't go by boat he was able to tell her what was over there like what kind of river how long it was shit like that if there was countries she traveled to with different people you know like different things like that so it's like they use their marriage in that type of way but it's like they ain't tell everybody that was married um, <laughs> and they were still doing, like, trade with him and shit like that. Um, when he would go to her town, he wasn't officially her husband, so he had to respect her rules in order for people to, like, respect her. Because it's like, well, she don't want nobody to turn on them. It's like, wow, you ain't want to marry none of us. Um, and we're so loyal to you, but it's like, you don't go and marry this other king from another place in Egypt. And it's like, um... What makes him so special? She didn't want her people to turn on him, and he understood that. So it's like he couldn't play on her, and um, and and in front of everybody and be like, "Oh yeah, that's my wife" or nothing like that. So it's like when it came to like them being together, she would go out to Egypt to be with him. She did go and see her kid. By the time like the kid was um, like five, six years old, you know, they're getting older and things like that. She went to go see him a couple times, and every time she came to visit. Uh, Egypt, she never had to work. She didn't have to do nothing. She was just like, it was like she was a queen there, obviously. So it's like she was a queen in more than one place. She was more than just like the queen of Ethiopia, Yemen area, South Arabia area. She was more than that. She actually was like a queen in Egypt as well. Um, and there was like several kings and queens that ruled um, around the time that Nefertiti's mom and dad was ruling, but they were like younger. So it's like, you know how people be like, the Egyptologists be like, um, Tut was the youngest to rule at like 18, 19 years old. Well, he didn't make it to 19, but like he was, uh, I think when he first started ruling, he was like 12 or something like that. And then by the time it was like his 18th birthday, he like, he died. Um, that's not true because obviously this is the same thing. It's like 
they don't know what, what they're talking about basically <laughs> but i'm gonna pause it here and we're gonna pick it back up So I'm just going to go along with the flow of the cards because I guess this is what Nefertiti wanted me to know. This is either inscribed in her tomb or this is actually like something that they can't read in the scrolls or something that was left in her tomb. Because when she's talking about her childhood story, of course, King Solomon was quite older than her. He was already like 12, 13 and shit by the time she was like young. So... He died, Queen of Sheba died and shit before she was my, um, like before I ever came around. But it's like, um, they obviously was prominent in her life because they were friends of the dead. She was also a king. He he was also a king alongside of like her dad's ruling and stuff. So in her childhood story, she, um, Queen of Sheba and King Solomon were very important in her childhood story. Um because I'm seeing her keep talking about them she's still talking about them so yeah they never she I see that she learned about demons through him too this was something he was really good at with his work he would go around and like um clean places up meaning like if you're like someone that deals with demons and you're a demonologist he knew how to um you know the book of Solomon like book of demons demonology he was the original one to do all of this stuff so it wasn't like no certain thing he can teach people on how to capture them like i'm not gonna hold you it's not even something i know how i do it it's just it's something that comes from this past life i just can't control them so um different spirits dark energies um demons gin spirits shit like that it's something that he um, can see in his dreams, too. He can read it on people's energies. So I see that, um, yeah, it's not a spell or anything. Like, it's just not. She, I see, like, when Nefertiti got older, she noticed that, like, um, when it came to their kingdom, why they didn't really have any of this energy around them is because he lived on this Egyptian land with them. Like, he had his own palace and shit like that. Uh, his own temple and shit like that. But it's like, um, and the more they, you know, the more they grew, he had his own land, his own people. Everybody had their own shit. So it's really fair. There could be more than one king. Um, they didn't really have this type of energy because his energy was there. So it was like protected. He would capture it automatically. This was something he got paid to do as well. But he got paid, like, once he realized that, like, Queen of Sheba was coming around to, um, to, like, get help for this. And she, um, she paid him in, like, marriage and child. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like they had a relationship, so it wasn't like, I'm not about to pay my baby's dad. You know? She was just like, I ain't about to pay my baby dad and my husband to, um, help me with this big task. So, yeah, that's just like, you know, it was out of love type situation. But, like, in real life, he went to other places. And when he was traveling and teaching about these things, if when he was talking to these other people he's trading with, if he, if they would notice that, like, oh, wow, what you're saying, we think somebody in our town is possessed. 
We thought she was just a crazy old lady or something, but no, they're possessed and they look evil and stuff. He would, like, exercise them. It wasn't a magical thing. He would just capture a bunch of spirits, basically, dark spirits and stuff like that. It happened <clears throat> with, like, old people, young people. It didn't matter. Demons don't, like, pick a certain thing. Sometimes it wasn't even, like, a demon that was in anybody. It was, like, um, sometimes it was, like, an a energy like, if I remember the story with Queen of Sheba, um, she was trying to help him catch the djinn. I can't remember the djinn's name right now. I feel like I mentioned it on my demonology episode, but I just can't think of it right now off the top of me channeling. But there's a sandstorm demon that was, like, a demon that created sandstorms and shit like that. And he was able to capture that one, too. Ask me how now. I can't remember. I'm not going to hold you. But, yeah, he taught other he taught other people this. He taught his kid this. Like, his kid up brought from this. He taught him this. They actually had, um, this is why, oh, my God. What the fuck? This is why this story is so significant. She grew up with this kid, um, Nefertiti. She grew up with King Solomon's kid. Obviously, the kid is younger than her. But, like, they were friends or something. They played together, hung out together, shit like that. Oh, they studied and shit together. They went to school together and shit like that. Like, okay, that makes sense. So, by the time they had this baby, she could have been, like, young. When I say young, I mean, like, she could have been, like, toddler, like, around my kid's age, like, two, three years old. So, like, she's two, three years old. This is a newborn baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, kind of like that. But when they were going to school, they are learning around the same time. There's no age limits. There's not like, oh, kindergarten and pre-K and da 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 No, it's like, as soon as you're able to learn, you're going to learn. Yeah. Um, when Queen of Sheba would come and, like, visit Egypt and be with her child and her husband, um, Nefertiti would, like, do little cute stuff and, like, bring them flowers from, like, the mom's garden and be like, here you go, queen, and, you know, here you go, king, and, like, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck? Dog, I'm tripping right now, bro. Why do I feel like my dad? This is trippy. Hold on, bro. I feel like what they're telling me right now is like my dad, Akhenaten, was like the son that they had. So as Amunet, that makes sense. Oh my God. Okay, sorry, you guys. I'm having an epiphany as I'm channeling. So, okay, as Amunet, I mentioned like um, Akhenaten was my dad during that time. And I said that he was like my stepdad. I mean, that uh, Nefertiti was, like, my stepmom. But I guess even if that's not true, I'm going to find that out now. You know what I'm saying? Even if that's not completely true and she was, like, my actual mom or I don't know how that works. Or maybe he has several wives. I don't know because, you know, they have um, concubines and shit like that. But I'm seeing that dog my uh Nefertiti was a couple years older than my dad and they grew up together and this was the son of Queen of Sheba and King Solomon and they like went to school together studied together they also learned about 
demonology and dark energies and shit like that. And the reason I'm kind of skipping ahead and saying that makes sense is because in my story, if you listen to it um, involving my dad and I mean that story in the Tower of Babel, I said that when I was using divination, that um, a dark spirit, like a demon, basically like confused my, I don't, I don't remember how they did divination. It could have been like scrying. Or like reading bones or something. There was a dark energy that kind of like tricked me and made me think I needed to kill my little brother in that story, right? So it was like we are learning about demons, but you know, it's like those these energies are present, gen spirits, things like that. So it kind of makes sense. We were learning about this from his dad. They incorporated this in the teachings, not only like learning about hieroglyphs and stuff, but learning about these things so we can recognize dark energies when it happens. And this is something they were learning in school. In this school, like back in these days, they had like mystery schools, magic schools, where they would learn about these type of things and energies and all that kind of stuff. Herbs, science, mathematics, how to turn lead into gold, all this type of shit, right? So it's like... um how to garden, like, hella different shit, how to hunt. They was, like, learning a lot. It was, like, a, a vast variety of things that these kids were growing up learning in Egypt. So I'm seeing that, like, Nefertiti, and I'm guessing this is my dad. But it's like, what? My brain is blowing, dog. This is what I'm talking about, about, like, reincarnation, like, soul families. So my dad, Akhenaten, he is the son of Queen Sheba and... King, uh, and King Solomon. That's why. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. That's why he's in her. Like this story's all tying together, and he's in her um, childhood story, and he's in her um, temple, like her temple wall story. She wanted this story on it. Jumping ahead a little bit, like, because I uh, ruined the bloodline and killed my little brother and killed my dad, as Amunet, years later, right, um, I ruined the bloodline when I did that. You know, I cursed him. So a lot of the curses that I had to break in this current timeline, um, as me speaking to y'all now, a lot of shit I had to break, it had to do with this timeline. You know, that's why I'm like, yeah, I'm tripping right now. So, wow, that's deep. So, boom, they went to school together. They grew up together, shit like that. Um, They, um, yeah, they were three years apart. She was 10, he was 7 type of situation. They went to school together, though. Um, They learned together. Um, When he was learning how to hunt and stuff, he would, like, bring her food. She would, like, grow him flowers and just all this kind of cute stuff. Their parents would spend, um, his parents would spend time together and it was, like, um, out of her and her twin sister, um, Nefertiti was, like, taking a liking to King Solomon and Queen Sheba's um, son together. Wow. I can't even make this up. So, by the time, because, like, Queen Sheba, and Queen, uh, Queen Sheba and King Solomon died at, like, 60-something years old, like, you know, they weren't. In today's time, it would be kind of young, but it's like in those times, it was like they were older. They died around that time. It was not of natural causes. Wait. 
it was not or it was of natural causes he could have had like a, a aneurysm or something King Solomon could have had like an aneurysm something that went on with his brain um yeah something that was hidden something that's like we we ain't had no brain surgery and nothing back then you know what I'm saying it was like something like that so yeah I don't know how Queen Sheba died. Yeah, this is a fact. Queen Sheba could have died in another part of the world. She was trying to do something. What did she... Hold on, y'all. I'm trying to figure out what she was trying to do, how she passed away. She died in another part of the world in Nigeria. And she could have honestly got bit by a snake. I'm not going to hold you. So, during the time that they passed away, they were not even in the same country. Yeah. She, um, yeah, I'm I'm seeing that uh, this is the true story of what happened to them. Because, like, when I tried to look it up, it was all over the place. It didn't make no sense. She was traveling to go and make money to make merchants and stuff. So, it's like the stuff that he taught her, she was taking it on the road. She would come and spend time with um, the family and stuff like that, and then um, not work for a while, like kind of have a little vacation, chill with her kids, um, and then she'll go back and make money with her kingdom and shit like that. And um, she was making it seem like she was just trading with them, but it's like her loyal subjects knew something else was up because it's like she always went to Egypt. So now she's like traveling, and I'm guessing this is towards Nigeria, and she got bit by a snake um, at night. Yeah. And it's like by the time they woke up, she was gone because obviously snakes are venomous. I don't know what kind of snake it was, but it's like she got bit by a snake. By that time, her kingdom fell because they didn't know what to do after that. They were so loyal to her. Um, she didn't have really too many people to like pass it down to or anything like that. Yeah, so like all her fortunes and everything. I don't know if they buried it with her or like what happened. But like her loyal subjects and everybody, it was just like everything just fell apart. So she ruled for about 50 years. So if she was like uh, 13 when she was, she was like 15 when she was ruling. She could have been like 65 or something. And um, King Solomon was a little younger than her like two years. So he could have been like 63 for real. Say he died in the 60s. He could have been like 63. She could have been like 65 when she died. He died from like an aneurysm or something in his brain. Or like maybe a tumor or something that went wrong with his brain. But it's like back then we didn't have that kind of surgery and uh, x-rays and stuff like that. Where you can kind of see if there was like a tumor or something in his brain. And then for uh, her, she just simply got bit by a snake. So it was not really natural causes, but who knows. Um, so yeah, by this time I'm seeing Nefertiti and the son, they're quite older and like, you know, they're liking on each other. They have their own little establishment. They have their own little area. They're kind of just doing their thing. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Wow. So like the son, the son was left behind some of the things that his dad had and became like the next king so he had a lot on his plate because it's like oh shit like I gotta take up what my dad was teaching me that was kind of unexpected um nobody knew and it wasn't written in history who his mother was on the queen of Sheba's side so like 
I don't know if they have scrolls or papers or anything like that, but like nobody from her kingdom knew she had a son um, out here in Egypt. So he just stayed in Egypt and like became a king, became a king of Egypt. Um, and then like I don't know what happened, who ruled um, after um, the Queen of Sheba. And it's like I said, she had other kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't just uh she wasn't just married to him. When she was going on her travels and shit, if she um if she liked somebody else, she'd make a baby with them too. You know what I'm saying? She had about nine kids, I'm not gonna hold you. Um, so I see uh I see nine in front of him. He knew this. The son uh, my dad, he knew that his mom had other kids. The His dad, King Solomon, could have known this too, that the mom had other kids. Because I see nine in front of him. Like, he knew this, but he just didn't know where the fuck they were because they were all spread out. And it's like nobody was connected to the mom. Nobody really knew this. She could have told her husband and their family this because it's like, you feel me? It's more personal. You know what I'm saying? But the brother knew he had other siblings in other countries and shit like that. He just didn't know what their name was because she just kind of left him. was like, shit. You feel me? Yeah. So, anyways, moving forward. Now he got all this stuff on his plate. Um, He's trying to pick up where his dad left off as a king and things like that. He also was um, studying demonology and into spirits and, like, um... Then he tried to incorporate that knowledge also with, like, the primordial gods and, like, the Egyptian gods and things like that. He was really, really heavily into, like, philosophy and, like, otherworldly things. So that makes sense on, like, why my dad, Akhenaten, was, like, the first monotheistic um, practice that was brought to Egypt. Because he was trying to get them to understand through all his studies that um, we are the gods. So, um, to be honest with you, I can probably ask him with the cards on another time, but he was a reincarnated guy himself. He was one of the guys. I don't know if he was raw or, like, not. I had to pull out the cards and ask real quick, and I just don't feel like doing that. I'm going to continue with the story, and I'll give y'all the answer later. But he was a reincarnated god himself. Like, he was actually, like, a god on this planet, and he was trying to teach them, like, um... We are the guys walking. Like, the same shit that I be preaching to you guys. Obviously, this is, like, you know, this is why it's in my bloodline. This is why I'm able to, like, teach you guys this. It's because it's, like, this comes from my past life. It comes from my dad in my past life. And it's, like, something that people weren't understanding. It's, like, they separated it. And this is it's crazy how this works, bro. It's, like, they separated it. And, like, you know how I be telling you guys, like, I don't really pray like that. I ask them for stuff but it's like the begging and shit it's like it makes the gods like cringe because it's like you're not realizing that like you guys are the gods you guys are angels you guys are from the heavens too like please 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 bless me with this light bill to be paid and it's like begging it like oh my god i don't know what else to do it's like it's just like no don't do that like you are guys speaking into existence like you know what i'm saying something like that so he was trying to get them to understand that but it's like, they, they thought he was crazy back then. Shit, people probably think I'm crazy until they see I'm not fucking crazy, you feel me? But, yeah, I'm going to pause it here.
So, uh, I cannot say. I kind of want to find out their Egyptian names because I feel like um, with the Egyptian names, it's like certain stories are with these names, and then it's like you wouldn't even know they're talking about his parents or these people. Uh, yep. Wow. So, um, when it comes to King Solomon's name in Egypt, his name wasn't King Solomon. His name was Amenhotep III. And then, that's so crazy because I seen her. She has a TikTok and, like, I seen her on TikTok. Queen Tyee. T-I-Y-E. You can look her up and think I think her TikTok is I am Tai. She looks just like her Egyptian sculpture back in the day. This is the Queen of Sheba. So if you're wondering what the Queen of Sheba really looks like, she has sculptures in Egypt and she, you know, yeah. So Aminotep the third is actually um with what am I trying to say? It's actually with uh King Solomon's actual name is as far as Egypt goes, I don't know where King Solomon came from. I don't even be asking too many questions anymore with this shit because, like, they just be making up names. And then, uh, when it comes to, like, in Egypt, they call her Queen Tai. That's so... I'm, nigga, I'm tripping, dog. I'm tripping. So, Queen Tai is actually the Queen of Sheba. But she was also a queen in, um, Egypt. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just tripping. <laughs> this is trippy. So, yeah, that's their original names. Okay, so moving forward, boom. So, now I said that Nefertiti got married to my dad at 15. So, now I'm going to find out if, like, this is my stepmom or not. I'm going to find out. I'm going to just find out. Let me see. Because I'm like, what? how would that make sense if they got married at 15? Yeah, when they got married, they didn't have any kids right away or anything like that. Um... I see that when they got married, they were kind of really so set up with shit. Like, they were both really set up really nice where they didn't have to work. They didn't have to do much. It's like, at this point in time, everything was, like, flowing. You know how, like, his dad, Solomon, and her, and, like, uh, his mom and dad was, like, actively going out there and trading. Um, It was kind of, like, at the point where things could be handed to them. Because everything was so set up, they inherited stuff. Yeah. He didn't know where his mom's burial place was. He didn't know how that worked with his mom. <clears throat> My dad, I cannot say he didn't know how things worked with Queen Tai because um, she died somewhere that he didn't know. He didn't know where her gold and stuff was. He didn't know where her legacy was. He just knew about his dad and where he was buried. I see that um, somebody had visions. This could be um, Nefertiti's mom seen in a vision what happened. She just didn't know the location or the area of where this happened. Yeah, so it wasn't really any, like, she was like, you know, your mom passed. Like, because it's like, after a while, she stopped um, coming back. And it's like, why would my mom stop coming back to visit us? And around that time, they were probably trying to tell her that, like, King Solomon passed. So it's like, um, they were wondering, like, you know, like, 
um, they're getting older and stuff, and it's like, wow, we haven't seen my mom in a minute. Like, I'm not a kid anymore. Why hasn't she visited us? And it's like, they're, like, wondering, like, I wonder if she's wondering in her own kingdom, like, why dad isn't visiting anymore. And um, I see that Nefertiti's mom had a vision or something, and she, um, as a um, high priestess, she was able to see that um, the kingdom was ran by another, it was ran by a man now. And um, that's why she wasn't worrying about it. And she said that she, she seen that she was like buried under a tree or she was buried somewhere um, or she got bit by a snake or something like that. So it's like, she's like, yeah, she's not going to be coming here anymore because it's like she's gone. She's in the cosmos now. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it was like a little off for them. They didn't know how to feel about that because it's like normally um, husbands and wives are like buried in tombs together and stuff like that with each other. But um, they didn't have that. So it's like they could have buried um, the third with like um, things, belongings, stuff like that. Like maybe her garments that she had. If she had certain clothes and stuff that she wore at... Um, as being in Egypt, like, that was there, if she had her coins and stuff, or different scrolls, writings, hieroglyphs about their story and their love story together. And Amenhotep third, Queen Tai, and her stuff was left, some of his, you know, so that they could find each other in the next lifetime, because they, they died separately. <clears throat> and she was buried in Nigeria somewhere, and, like, he's in, um, He's in Egypt, obviously, so it's like they they try to do as much as they can do to make sure that, like, they come back together. And they also, like, wrote out scrolls, papyruses, and, like, etched this on the walls of their tomb so that they can find each other again. I, I see that wherever she's buried in um, Nigeria is, like, a, a vast burial. It's like they got... Um, tombstones and like flowers gardens around it it's like it's a very big thing like people go around and like water it leave offerings it's like an altar in a way so it's like highly respected but it's like they don't know where the fuck Nigeria is right now like as far as being in the people from Egypt they didn't travel there that was somewhere that she traveled to you know what I'm saying so I see that um yeah when the mom gave him this information I see that it made Nefertiti really sad. It made him really sad as well. Um, so I see that the mom started to, like, treat them for, like, depression and stuff like that with these blue lotus flowers. This is something that she never experienced because it's like now she's old enough. Like, now she's 15. She got a husband. Her mom, yeah, her mom was, like, making up tinctures for her. So this was the first time she... Um, I guess in a way got high but it's like deeper than that it's like um it's not just to get high it's like um it's a it's a form of shamanic healing the blue lotus tincture and it's like it's curing her depression anxiety ptsd about these type of things um i'm not gonna hold you when she took her mom's tincture she was um she started to get psychic ability so i kind of said like it's like a hallucinogenic or like a psychedelic in a way where you can see visions and things like that that are not there. So I see that um, when she took this blue lotus flower and, like, she's around, like, 15 years old or something like that, and they died, um, and her mom's trying to heal her depression and shit like that, her sorrow, she starts to get visions. So, like, she probably didn't really get visions like that before, but when her mom gave her this, she started to develop her, um, her foresight from her mom 
is what I'm seeing. She developed her foresight from her mom, so it's like after that she could have like triggered something in her third eye, like opened up her third eye, and then like she started to get visions from then on. And it was just like a gift that never went away. So it could have opened up her third eye finally. And it's like, oh cool, baby, now you're getting your mom's visions type shit. She seen herself pregnant. So she was seeing like future visions of her being pregnant and things like that. She could have um gotten pregnant with her first child around like eighteen. So like they were married at 15 and shit. They were just, you know, king and queen and shit. It was a young king and queen. They inherited everything. They were just trying to get everything in balance. Um, she was really into art, painting, coloring, things like that. Um, that's probably why her crown um, that's on her head was so colorful. Everything about Nefertiti, if you notice, like, compared to the other statues and stuff, it's, like, very colorful. There's a lot of different colors and stuff like that. It's because, like, she was really into this since a child. Like, she never moved on from that. So, her being a queen, she kind of, like, stuck to, like, her inner child values and things like that. I see that when they had their first kid, their first kid could have been a female. Let me see. Trying to make sure I get the name right. Nefertiti. Yeah, Anaxuna Moon. Oh, that's Tut's wife. That grows up. She grows up to be Tut's wife. Their first daughter grows up to be King Tut's wife. Um, so Anaxuna Moon. And you guys might have heard that name on like one of them old ass mummy movies. But like I said, they put the wrong names with the wrong pharaohs and shit. So yeah, there's that. But their first child was a female, Anaxuna Moon. She took after her mom when it came to like painting and things like that. Um Soon after that, I see they could have had... Is this a boy? Nope, they had another girl after this. I see that a lot of people, like... um, Not a lot of people, but, like, their girls, as they were having girls, it was like, um, they felt like, okay, we're having girls, so... Um, they're going by the way of like ancient Egyptian ruling. So normally it's like when you have a firstborn son, he's naturally supposed to take up after your, um, your lineage and like automatically that's like, okay, boom, you're going to be Pharaoh. You feel me? But it's like, um, like even with like Nefertiti and her sister, she, they were like the only twins and they were the only girls in the family. So it's like for her to be the queen, she married a king and for um Akhenaten, his parents he was the only boy made of their parents so like I said automatically boom he's gonna be the next pharaoh in reigning so Queen Nefertiti by marrying him and falling in love with him since childhood and shit and marrying him it's like that's how she became a queen so since they were having girls it's like okay well we need to um it's like either they're gonna be king they they gotta marry a king like, they gotta, um, there, there has to be a king, because it's like, um, there's no more, I don't know, I think during this time, it was just, like, King Solomon, and him being a king there, and they had a whole bunch of, like, other people living there and stuff, and then Nefertiti and their parents being, you know, kings and queens there, and of course, they're getting older, but they were teaching her, like, the way of how it works before they pass, and they're like, um, you have to, like, um, marry out so she might like um their kids might have to like go to other places where they like did merchants and like other trading and stuff and if there's a king there 
it's like you asked for their hand in marriage. So some of these other, like, daughters and stuff, they could have been married outside. Mm, excuse me, stretching. They could have been married, like, outside of the um, culture because of them being girls. There's no boys to become the king after this. Okay. So, yeah, there was, like, a couple boys and shit that was, like, you know, I'm not saying there was no boys at all, but it's, like, they're not holding a title of king. They're, like, just, well, and it's not even a peasant. It's, like, oh, the merchant's boy or the warrior's boy or, you know, whatever. But it's, like, in order to keep up with traditions, they have to be a king. You marry the king if you have daughters first. So they were having girls. Let me see. Girl, girl. Let me see how many girls they had. Hold on, y'all. Yep, hella girls. <laughs> um, girl. Damn, they had all girls. Well, damn. That's why it was such a big thing. Okay, that makes sense. That's why when they finally had a boy, um, he, I see that like the reason he had more than one wife is because, cause he had, um, he had Nefertiti. And so it's not Nefertiti. Okay, that makes sense. So Nefertiti was my stepmom because she had nothing but girls. Like she just had girl eggs or something like that. Or I don't know how that works with like male and female genitalia. But it kind of seemed like in her body, she just had nothing but girl eggs. So she bore him like how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven girls. And they're like, damn, dog, another female? Like... Like, there's nothing wrong, but it's like they were going to have to bring these girls and rule outside of this kingdom. So, he's like, oh, my God. So, like, he had to, um, Akhenaten married again, um, princess or, like, the queen Kai. Her name was Kai, like, um, K, Kaya, K-I-Y-A, K-I-Y-A. And there's not too much um information on her but she's a stepmom okay so I got that I mean she's my mom but like Nefertiti was my stepmom because of this you know so it so she is my stepmom that makes sense because um Amrinette's name is not in any of these okay so boom so because Nefertiti could only have girls she only had like seven girls with him and then he had another wife, Kaya, which is like a concubine wife, basically. She don't have too much information about her, but it's like she was the one that ended up bearing him the son. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so she gave birth to me first, and then they tried again, and then the last time they um had a baby it was a boy and then that's the little boy that i killed because it's like um they had him they had the little boy hella years apart though because by the time they had um by the time they had this little boy i was like well off like 18 19 20 years old and it was like at this point where they had nothing but girls they were still gonna try but it's like they had nothing but girls, so so 
So it's like, the fuck? Like, I even got a concubine and she ain't pushing out nothing but girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, he only had two children with her. And basically, it's like, um, they're at the point where they're like, okay, we're going to have to raise one of our females, one of our girls to be like a female pharaoh. Because it's like, bro, this is nothing else we can do. Like, I don't know if it's my juice or it's your juice, but we just pushing out females, you know? Somebody's juices is just female. So it's like, <laughs> like mathematically, they're like, look, we can't keep um, having our daughters go out and, and date other people from other countries because then nine times out of ten, they're going to have to rule those countries with their husband alongside their husband's estate heir. Like, who's going to take over our stuff in Egypt? His mom, uh, Nefertiti's mom and dad is getting older, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, they're, you know, they're getting older, they're about to be out of here. And they taught them this way, so it's like, what's, what's gonna happen? So, yeah, so it's like, okay. So that's why Amunet, the hidden one, right? Um, because this story was thrown away because I ruined the bloodline by getting tempted to kill my only little brother. So at this time, I see... What is this? Yeah, they were eating so good. It was like things were plenty. Who is this though? Is this? Hold on, I'm trying to see if this is Nefertiti or not. Hold on, y'all. I'm going to pause it here and figure it out. time it, yeah this is Nefertiti still talking by this time it's like they were just like damn the cosmos just wanted to have girls so Nefertiti is like fully stepping into her power she's getting older she's having all these daughters she had I think I said like six seven of them and at this point in time it was kind of like that tradition where it's like um courting like and also you know the tradition of like what what do you bring like like the word was going around other merchants and stuff like that um were bringing they were trying to see if like a king um how do i explain this it's like you know how they go and trade in other places and stuff like that it's like they were spreading around town that like um there were all these available bachelor ex daughters that like you know that when they got old enough for their hand to be in marriage with a young king so it's like if there was a it's like trying to um combine countries like, you know how I said, like, back in the day, our ancestors, they didn't have any peace treaties or nothing. It's like, if you're from a different country, I'm from a different country, we would get married, have a baby, and that would solidify we'll never go to work with each other. So, like, they were having to do that, like, figure out how to do that so that they can still have a thriving um, society and keep it in a family so that they can have a family that rule. And it will be like a female pharaoh in a... In a and a man, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, they were trying to get, like, the strongest warriors, the the ones that was, like, the most mentally adapted to be a pharaoh and shit like that. And it's like, even though you're from this other kingdom, um, as long as your family is wealthy, well-off, spiritually wealthy, physically wealthy, things like that fit to be a king, then if you had a prince that can marry my princess, they can become royalty in that way. So it's like that type of thing where they had to show, like, I can bring you 40 oxen and 
fifty cows and you know and, and gold and I I wanna marry your daughter. This beautiful one right here, you know, little shit like that. So that was kinda like starting to go on. Uh, I don't know if that is like the first time they ever had to do that, but like he had like seven, eight girls, so it's like, look bro, we gotta figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> um I see at this time I cannot was starting to get older. My dad was starting to get older and it's like out of all the girls, most of them that they had before that was getting older um, and like old enough to be wedded. Like, you know, so, some of them were like 14, 15, 12, 13 years old, like getting in marriages with like young princes and stuff like that in other places. But it's like for me, I was like the eighth and I was like the eighth daughter and I was like uh, with a different mom. So it's like by the time all the other girls before me got older, they're getting married off and things like that. By this time, it's like, okay, I'm on that here. And she is, um, she's like, okay, basically they were trying to like, okay, this is me. They're basically like trying to, um, figure out like what prince was worthy enough to like marry me. And at the same time, they were training me to be a female pharaoh. So I didn't do the stuff that my fucking sisters did like I was like a war baby so it's like I learned war I learned how to be a pharaoh they learned stuff from like Nefertiti their mom so like beauty dancing painting sculptures you know tinctures gardening and it's like I was like a war baby where it's like I was throwing uh knives and like axes and like archery and like you know riding a chariot and shit growing up like learning about that kind of stuff learn about divination how to be a merchant like how to trade things like that so it's like um yeah basically it's like there was all these sisters that was like hella girly and then there's this sister that's like with the shit she can like shoot you down with a bow and arrow on top of a horse or on top of the chariot yeah wow so yeah it was like i was different from the rest of them i was very estranged from the rest of them I see that um, when it came to, okay, now she's getting down to, like, my story. So, by this time, she's quite established. She's quite older. She has all these girls. Um, she has, like, a concubine wife, where it's, like, the concubine wife is just, like, kind of there. She's not really mentioned too much. I'm not going to hold you. There's not even much information about her. It's just, like, oh, yeah, that's just, like, my actual birth mom. There's not much information about her. It's, like, everything's about Nefertiti. Um, and it's, like, oh, he had another wife, Kaya, and, like, that's it like she birthed on me next she birthed my son years later so it's like Nefertiti starting to get older she's sitting in her power you know she's doing her thing she's more royal um everything's coming to her she doesn't have to physically travel like her parents used to have to back in the day she's still not on that peasantry stuff or nothing like that her husband like people kind of think he's a little crazy Akhenaten because he's like um trying to teach people like monotheistic like yeah we are the guys um and it's like an imbalance there because there's too many girls i was the only one with like book smarts and i wasn't really about like worried about the fashion and the makeup and stuff that my sisters and stuff were into um they were into like sewing and seamstress and they just had a bunch of different like girly things going on um i do see that when it came to, I, I think this is kind of getting down to, like, the divination, yeah. I was doing a form of scrying that um, I heard about. 
but I didn't really know too much about it. So because Nefertiti wasn't my actual mom, she was my stepmom. I'm saying she said she's saying like they we had a good relationship and stuff, but it's like I I wasn't able to relate to her in that way because I was more like um, trained to kind of be like a little boy in a way, like to run things as a female pharaoh, do more masculine based things, and her daughters were more like feminine and she was more into the arts and dancing and feminine stuff. So there was like almost like a disconnect there. And when it came to like scrying and stuff, it was like um, she seen visions naturally. Um, in this past life, I didn't know about these things. And of course, like her growing up, she studied these things because of um, Akhenaten's dad, King Solomon and Queen of Sheba. They're really into demonology and practicing these studies and stuff. And it's like that was more spiritual stuff. I didn't learn that. I was learning feral stuff at a rapid pace because they're like when by the time you become the next age we're going to try to find you a husband by then you're going to be the pharaoh you're going to be this it's like they promised me this is what's going to happen so that's what more so i was focusing on not really spiritual stuff so i see there was like either like a scrying mirror or like a crystal ball or there was like something like that back in the day where it was like a, a scrying mirror and i wasn't able to um understand what i was really reading so since i didn't never study divination <clears throat> i didn't know how to scry i didn't know how to do it i was just like trying to do it and i didn't want to go to nefertiti and ask her because it's like there was no real connect like that when it came to this so i wasn't connecting to the cosmos when i was asking this i was connected to like darker energies and I see they, like, manipulated me. I mentioned this, like, if you want all those details, um, you can go ahead and listen to it in the Tower of Babel episode. But, like, I was connecting to darker energies. <clears throat> Gen spirits, demons, shit like that. I was connected to that. It was not the cosmos I was connecting to when I was sitting down and meditating and shit like that. And it's, like, it's crazy because, like, boom, right there, my stepmom and my dad was easily able to do this they easily would have been able to be like hey you don't want to do this you want to do that like they're more spiritual because this is what they grew up studying but i didn't ask them any of it it's like i could have took one of their scrying bowls or it could have even been a type of thing where i seen them do it before where they put some water in a bowl and like stare into it and see the future so i was trying to do that but I didn't ask them how to do it or I wasn't trained on how to do it. So I was tapping in with darker energies and I went there with like a energy of like to make sure that I was going to be the next king or queen, like what I had to do or, you know, like to make sure I was going to be the next female pharaoh, like what I had to do. But the thing that is crazy to me, because it's like every time I think about it in today's time, it's like, dog, you was going to be the pharaoh regardless because you're at least like 20 years, your little brother's senior. But by the time um, Queen Kaya, or like, you know, the concubine wife, had my little brother, the first boy out of all this time, it's like that made me nervous when she had him. So I was like, oh, my God, like, you know, I got to ask, like, um, am I still going to be the pharaoh? Like, in my head in today's time, it makes sense that, duh, because he's not going to be old enough, he's a newborn dog, like, Obviously, you're going to be able to reign before him, and by the time you get older, he'll be able to take over. But it's like, I was, like, full of, like, ego and power and, like, worried about this because I've been training for it my whole life. 
And I was, like, afraid that, like, because naturally the firstborn son is supposed to be the pharaoh, I was afraid, like, naturally he was just going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Not really using common sense. So I took my mom and my dad's, my stepmom and my dad's scrying bowls, and I was reading into it, and, like, the visions and stuff came very fast. And basically I seen, like, my little brother um, being, being, like, the king, and it was, like, it was fucking with my mind. It's like, it showed me his future and that he was going to be the king. And it was fucking with my mind. It was dark energies fucking with my mind and gen spirits and shit like that. So it was like, um, I'm like, you know, I kind of got obsessed with it. Like, okay, the first time I seen the vision, like, um, like what? Like, it kind of just like shattered me. It's like, oh my God, like I've been working, training for this my whole life. He's going to be the next prince, like, or the next king, the next pharaoh, like. Why is this, like, it's all for nothing, like, and then it's like, okay, um, I put the bowls back, come back the next night type shit, get the bowls again, and be like, well, is there any way I can prevent this from happening, like, you know, it's like, it became obsessive with, like, stopping what I've seen in the future, and I didn't know what I was doing, so I see I was, like, lighting candles and putting herbs in the water and doing a whole bunch of shit I didn't know, so there was demons that was talking to me. I see in particular it was Malthus's ass. That's crazy. This nigga Malthus. This nigga. Yeah, it was Malthus. <laughs> and it's so funny now because it's like Malthus gives me information now. Um, but it's like in this past life is Amunet. Malthus was um, in my brain, like you know, talking. He's a demon, just talking to me like, yeah, you gotta. Um, you gotta kill your brother, you gotta take him out, shit like that. That's how you're gonna continue to gain power. That's how you're gonna be doing this. That's how you're gonna be doing that. And it's like, not only do you gotta kill this, you also gotta kill your dad. So it's like, um, yeah. I killed my, uh, my dad and my little brother. And like, after I did that, it's like, all of a sudden, the, the, it's like I could have went back to the shit. After I killed him, it's like I went back to the scrying bowl. I was like, okay, did everything I did, I do everything right? Did, uh, you know, like, did I do everything right? Is is this still guaranteed to me? It kind of sounds like to me like that mirror, mirror on the wall shit, like scrying. You know, mirror, mirror on the wall, am, am I the fairest of them all? And it's like, uh, no, Snow White is. And it's like, okay, boom. You know, take out Snow White. And then it's like, it shows you something different. So when I went back to it, it's like, um... It showed me that even after the death, like, all the uh, soldiers and shit were going to kill me because of what I did. So, it's like, in order to get justice, I have to be killed. So, um, because it's like, not only did I take out the first um, destined pharaoh, the first boy, but I took out my fucking dad. Like, you know, he's a pharaoh at the time. So, it's like, I took him out, and it's like, um, I didn't really realize this because it's like, by that time, I could have been, like, possessed. Like, Malthus could have possessed my ass. It was like an out-of-body experience. Like, instantly, I could have went to, like, purgatory. If you don't know what purgatory is, um, shit, go listen to that episode. It's just kind of scary. But it's like my, um, I was having an out-of-body experience, so I could have got possessed by Malfish in the past life. And, like, allowed that energy to, like, take over me and, um, and, like, kill Akhenaten and, and my little brother. So, it was like I was following a dark spirit, or, like, the dark spirit was me. 
So, it's like, at the same time, it's like, well, damn, that really fucked up everything because, like, the next couple days, if I would have just, um, if I would have just, like, not been reading and scrying and shit like that, I had a potential, like, husband on the way to marry me and I would have been the pharaoh, like, boom, right then and there, like, pharaoh in training, run, um, like, running shit alongside of my dad. It looked like the next day, there was gonna have, like, the next couple days or something, like, by the time the next full moon happened. I would have, um, I would have had this other prince that was coming to be the king with me so that I could be a pharaoh, female pharaoh, he could be a pharaoh, and we could run it together, and we would have been, like, alongside of my dad, the Nefertiti, just kind of, like, running shit, and then when they passed away, then I would have been taking it over, and then when my little brother grew up, he would have been the next in line, but it's like, Malthus is in, has got me. That motherfucker. (laughs) Cause I'm like, me and Malphus are like cool now. He be telling me about what people are doing behind my back and shit. Um, but it's like, yeah, back in this past life, that motherfucker like possessed me. So, boom. It's like, I would have literally, it's like, okay. That makes sense, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. This makes a lot of sense on like today's time. <sighs> From my past life and why I had to heal through certain things. Because it's like, um right before I got my throne, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I keep telling you guys, like, I'm going to be a queen. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, you know? And it's like, I've been going through all these trials and tribulations and shit like that. This is how, like, I'm going to kind of pause it and kind of teach y'all a little bit. This is how, like, um, past lives and, and, you know, how people say, like, past, present, future is all on one timeline. So it's like, um, in today's time, if I was to go towards the lower vibrational energies, if I was to go and stoop down as low as what they're doing and do other things towards them, um, like, you know, retaliate, go hurt them, step outside my character, all this type of shit they want me to do, I would have missed the chance of being the queen again. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, um, even though demons are on my side in this lifetime, it's like in this past life, they weren't. It's like Malphus has tricked me. And got me and it's like right before I get to this throne. So when I say that, it's like demons could possess other people to become evil. Do dark dark ass shit. Like all the shit y'all be hearing me say on my other podcasts about like people um um trying to kill me, do death spells, send hitmen my way, have intentions to rape me, hurt my son, all this type of shit just to do whatever so I can stop trying to put spells over my voice so that I don't do my podcast, so I don't speak the truth, so I don't do all this kind of shit, like, still stopping me from um, living in my life purpose and shit like that, right? So it's like, it's kind of like history will repeat itself unless you learn. So I've been learning, like, oh yeah, I can't be around these people, I gotta cut everybody off, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, you know, like, you know? So it's like, um, Dog, I was like a full moon away, my nigga. Like, damn, dog, they're so cold, bloody yeah. So it's like during that time of spiritual warfare without me even realizing it because it's like I didn't learn about spirit. I didn't learn about spiritual things back in the day. So in today's, in today's, you know, the person you're hearing talking to you, the reason I survived and I'm going to be able to get my throne is because not only did I learn war tactics and shit, like I learned all that type of shit when I was a kid. Um fighting and all that kind of shit like all that that's in a bag i ain't gotta worry about that (laughs) but it's like as far as spirituality i learned spirituality too so it's not just like um it's like i had the best of both worlds it's like in this past life i was just war based it was just like action based masculine energy 
but I had to, in this current lifetime, learn how to balance feminine energy and masculine energy. Action, war, along with love, philosophy, um, the occult knowledge, things like that. So in this past life, I was so ego-driven and just wanted to be just like my dad. I was the only one that was like in the role to become this female pharaoh. Um, so it's like, um, I wasn't worried about like the more feminine things, which is like magic, herbs, all that kind of shit like that. In today's time, I learned it all so that I didn't go through this again. So it's like, I had to break the curse by doing that. Cause it's like, if I would have just stayed in that, like Ogun, Sekhmet energy, war-based, it would have been the same situation. I'm not saying I would have killed my little brother, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I would have probably went and did some hot shit some dumb shit off like some war driven energy to get back at these people i probably would have physically hurted them and it's like still i wouldn't have been able to be the queen you see what i'm saying so like in today's time like i said i broke the generational curse by learning everything being well-rounded so that when i do become a queen it's like, boom, okay, well, you know, she knows a little bit of everything versus just, like, knowing one thing in the past, you know what I'm saying? And especially the the main thing that it seems like was a curse surrounding me was I didn't know divination, scrying, reading cards. I didn't know how to do that, and I was tapping into shit without me knowing. So, yeah, I'm going to pause it here. basically um i broke my curse in this lifetime by studying this stuff because like y'all hear me a lot especially in like the older podcasts when all this is happening and i'm like man i'm like half of these people that's doing all this shit against me don't know what they're doing i was like i've been studying this shit since like 18 19 years old and i'm still studying each and every day when it comes to this occult knowledge like i was studying for like 10 11 years before i even touched a deck of cards and the reason my energy was like that and i was like you know like my ancestors kind of pushed me and like threw me out there to the woods like you know what i'm saying like bro i'm not gonna hold you from like what was that like i graduated in like 011 from like 011 to like um 2020 when covid happened i was studying 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 when we got stuck in COVID and everybody was in their house and shit, that's the first time I picked up a deck of cards, crystals, herbs, um, not really herbs. Like, I was, you know, smoking bud and I knew all the properties to it and shit. But I mean, like, as far as, like, a magical standpoint and doing those type of little things, that was the first time. And, like, my ancestors kind of, like, pushed me to do that. And it's like, now, two years later, I'm so filthy with it. Because it's like, I've been studying this whole time. It's, it's It don't take long to learn how to read cards. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about like occult knowledge, demonology, you know, like otherworldly things. All that kind of shit is because I've been studying other practices like people's Yoruba practice, Santeria, Santa Muerte, you know, the Orishas, the, the different pantheons and shit like that, the Lua. I've been studying all that type of shit this whole time so I can know what to do, what not to do. So it's like... I never realized it until now I'm speaking to you guys and hearing on my stepmother's um, engraved tombs is where our stories are. Because when I did this, they were like, oh, yeah, trash. Throw the whole bloodline away. That shit's garbage. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like um, the, the, the bloodline that Moses 
um, have to heal. It's like the gods didn't even want me to talk about the bad shit that these people were doing because it's like um, that shit's trash. It's garbage. You know, garbage. You know, nobody wants to hear that. Don't talk about the people and all the slavery and shit that happened before that because it's like yeah, it gave bad names to the whole bloodline as a whole. So when I did this, it was like, oh yeah, the whole bloodline's cursed. Like the dad was trying to teach us that he's a god too and all this other shit and blah, blah, blah. and then she kills him and all this other shit. Like yeah, throw the whole shit away. So it's like the whole reason all this is in Nefertiti's tomb is because she kept, you know, like she kept the story so that we can learn from the lesson. But my story is in her tomb because I got thrown, uh, I literally got buried alive in this um, past life. I think I mentioned that before in one of the Tower of Babel episodes, but they literally like was like, oh yeah, this bitch is garbage. <laughs> this is not funny, but it's like, dog, I can see why they did that now. They're like, yeah, fuck this bitch. Go and put her. They didn't even bury me close to everybody else. They thought I was evil and shit. They were like, man, put her, because they found my um, tomb in the middle of the desert um, in Persia, like, off hella, like, at least, like, 100, 200 miles away from where my family reigned in Egypt. They are like, nigga, get your ass over there in the middle of the desert, hide her so nobody else can find her, because if anybody digs this motherfucker up, there's some shit that's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, they were just like, oh, hell no, and I got buried alive. I was the only one in there. They, um, I'm not the only one in there, I'm lying. My dad that I killed, his mummy was in there too. And my little brother that I killed, his mummy was in there too. Um, but they're like, oh yeah, garbage, yo, she gotta go. Like, you're fucking tripping. They didn't bury me with any gold because they didn't want me to be wealthy in the next lifetime. So, that also makes sense to why my gold was stolen. Uh, not my goal, but like my fortunes and shit. Why I've been going through this shit with case, you know, cases being open and um, karmic families stealing shit and trying to kill me for my fucking assets and inheritances and shit like that. It makes sense to that because I wasn't buried with gold, so of course I wasn't gonna be born into um, wealth. Like I was born into wealth in this lifetime, but I was stolen from that. I was kidnapped. You see what I'm saying? In today's lifetime. So all of that makes sense. That's why I say you got to know your past life so you can know what you need to um, heal through and fix so that you don't keep repeating yourself in history. So this is why all this happened. You know, I say you got to be buried with your soulmate and shit like that. This nigga was still alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was still alive. The person that was supposed to link up with me, he's like, what you mean she's in the grave? What you mean she's still alive? Yeah. Damn, nigga, you just gonna throw her in the grave? Like, dog, she's in the tomb alive, just in that bitch, like, in the dark, talking to herself, just meant to starve to death and just die. So I was in there with demons. I was possessed by Malthus's ass. And then I was in there with demons in the dark. Scorpions and shit. Fucking snakes and shit. They just put me in there, covered me with mercury, and was like, she'll die one day. They didn't put no money, they didn't put no fortunes, no pictures, they didn't do shit. They literally also put, if I remember correctly, they have Anubis, the god of um, death. They have him and statues surrounding me. Like, there was like at least six to eight statues of Anubis, like, surrounding me to make sure I stayed in the pit. It's like they had a underground layer and then they dug deeper to get me as close to hell as possible. And just was like, boom. And then it was like he was guarding the um, 
sarcophagus, the coffin I was in, to make sure nobody brought this nigga up. Like, they're like, no, don't do it. Like, this bitch is evil. Leave her there. Throw away the key. So, I'm not gonna hold you. There's a movie based off this. And in the movie, I think it's the, the most recent mummy, like, in 2017, the one with Tom Cruise. Was it Tom Cruise? Yeah, I think Tom Cruise is in the movie. Um, and it's the mummy with all those tattoos and shit like that. She had all those powers. That's the movie it's based off. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, um, the names and shit were off. The names are wrong. I don't remember if her name was Amunet in the movie or not. They might have got that right. But it's like her dad and all that kind of shit. A lot of the shit was wrong. Um, so you can compare and contrast it to this if you want to watch it. But I'm, I, I do believe um, they'll at least show you some fact and a lot of fiction in that movie. And, um, and they'll show you, like, what the tomb look like. Like, you know what I'm saying? With the Anubis. And they're like, no, this is a prison. So they read on the fucking sarcophagus, like, oh, this is a prisoner? Like, this is cursed. You ain't put this is, there's no gold in here. And they were like, oh, there's no gold. Like, they're excavating. They're just like, why? What the fuck? There's just no gold here. Like, who is this? You know, there's no story. There's no backdrop. It just says this motherfucker's cursed and it's like they still was trying to dig into shit so they opened up a curse but it also like gave me a chance to um to like redeem myself you know what i'm saying to like um get a second chance to like do better in this lifetime as i'm on that energy but yeah they just like like they so i don't know how to explain it Nefertiti, because they didn't even give my dad a proper burial burial or nothing like that because he they felt like him trying to teach people that we are the gods on this planet, same shit that I'm trying to teach y'all. They felt like, oh, this motherfucker was crazy. He was trying, like, he just, they were just like, throw the whole bloodline away, like, because they felt like, um, he was crazy because he was trying to teach us we are the gods, and they're like, no, we're not. So they felt like, throw all his monotheistic ways in the trash. His daughter was probably possessed. He was probably possessed for doing this. He birthed this daughter, and da da da. So, because Nefertiti loved him so much, his goal, his stuff, my stuff, all the stuff that was old to us, it's all in Nefertiti's tomb, the story. That's why her story is so deep. That's why her story involves the Queen Sheba and King Solomon, because these were his parents. That's why all, because it's like, he could have had this in his own tomb if they went and threw my dad in there with me. They just found a baby's body my dad's body and me in that hole in that prisoner's hole so it was like you know what i'm saying so yeah and it was just like it was meant to be hidden they didn't want nobody to talk about them they didn't want nobody to know this story they're just like hell no like fuck that we don't want nobody else to be possessed my sisters and stuff was able to get married and do all that kind of stuff but it's like me no they were like she's the hidden one leave that little bitch in there talking to the demons they're like, hell no. <laughs> Throw away the key, my nigga. Don't nobody travel over there. Don't even get too close. They was like, fuck that shit. <laughs> it's not funny, but it is in a way. Chill. So, yeah, because she loved him so much and she knew, like, how I really was. She just didn't know that I was trying to do divination behind their back. And I asked them. And this is how I got this way. So, I feel like, um, yeah. It's like she wasn't able to be buried with her own lover. Um, I think like that. Oh, excuse me. I see that they're telling me that like um, she's seen this. She is very psychic, and Nefertiti was very psychic. I don't know if anybody else knew that, but she was. 
she was able to see that I was going to be able to get a second chance at life and um, a second chance at judgment to be able to come out of that dark hole once they opened up that hole. I think I remember mentioning this in the Tower of Babel that the gods led them to that hole for a reason. Because it's like, if I remember correctly, um, the gods do everything for a reason, you know what I'm saying? But if I remember correctly and mentioning this in the Tower of Babel before, I might even have to go listen to that. But um, it was like they were digging up a bunch of tombs everywhere, like a little here, a little there, a little here, a little there. But, like, for them to be in the middle of Persia, in the Persian desert, like, two, like, one, 200 miles away from Egypt and where my dad and everybody was found, I mean, where my um, siblings and everybody was found and shit like that, for me to be that far away, it's, like, what made them go out there and just stumble upon my, my hidden tomb, right? So it's like the gods let them there because it's like um, it was kind of a punishment for them um, because it's like my energy's dark. So they unleashed a lot of curses. A lot of people died. Um, but it's like, okay, y'all pissing us off. We keep trying to tell you like, okay, if you are digging this up, at least tell the people. Like, I think I said this in the title of, of Babel. Like, at least tell them the fucking real stories. No, is it because you don't know how to read the fucking shit? Or are you just trying to make it what you wanted to make it so that they don't know how to heal? They don't know true stuff. They don't know real stories of what the temples are saying. It's like they, you know, I don't know if these motherfuckers really can't read this shit or they just want to do what they want to do with the information to still mind control people. So at this point in time, the gods are over it. They're like, okay, you want to keep fucking with us? We're going to dig out the deepest, darkest little motherfucker. And we're going to lead you straight to that bitch so that she can, her energy can be unleashed on this planet again. And then you're going to have to pay. It's like I'm karma. That's why I'd be like, yeah, I'm really karma. It's karma. And it's it's like, in this lifetime, it's like, the purpose for my karma is not to just go around and wreak havoc on people. It's to go and wreak havoc on these people. You see what I'm saying? So... That's a part of my mission, to pretty much point out the blasphemy, point out what they're really doing, make their lives a living hell, um, put out the truth, you know, like shit like that. And then on top of that, naturally, my energy is just very dark. So the plagues is going to happen to you and your family. It's not going to happen to everybody. It's going to happen to them. You know, like shit like that, everybody involved. It's just like, okay, well. Like, you know, we have a dark angel here. We have an angel with dark wings. She can do good and bad. And it's like the good that I'm doing in this world is like, I'm already, I'm not going to say I'm done doing good, but it's like I've broken all these curses. So it's like, um, I'm at the point of like just growing and being like a, a, a embodiment of love. That's how I am able to um, gain my spiritual wealth back. Because it's like, um, I'm not, it's like, hmm, I lost all my spiritual ranking. In that past life, like, Malthus just took it. It's just like, oh, here, take my soul, nigga. Like, he just took my uh, spiritual wealth, so I didn't have much spiritual wealth. So I had to come here and do good things on this planet to get good things out of it. You know, I'm not going to hold you. Like, I have been doing bad shit. I have beat up people. I have uh, robbed people and shit like that back in the day. I did do little shit like that. You know, I do. I told you all the time. But it's like there was a point in time where, like, this energy clicked in me, and I was like, hmm. I gotta stop being a bully. I gotta stop doing this. I'm gonna start giving back. So I started to like give back to people and change my karma around. So it's like, you know, it's like I had to learn that. 
they didn't put me out here and just be like, okay, we're going to hold her hand the whole time. It was like, I was just out here doing bad shit because it's like, that's all I knew. And it's like the moment I decided to change myself and start doing good shit and helping people, um, then it's like, okay, okay, maybe she's, you know, she's doing a damn thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, that's why bad shit can't happen to me no more. That's why I be telling, trying to tell these stupid motherfuckers and these covens and shit like, dog, just stop with the magic because it's like I done earned my spiritual ranking. It done went from like nothing to so high that like you're not even sending any spells my way. You're just ruining your own generations and yourself because the gods are like, nah, she done, she killed all that shit. She's done with that. She's done with heartbreak. She's done with people trying to kill her. She's done with this. You, you can't touch this motherfucker. So it's not like I'm saying that to be cocky or nothing, but it's literally like I learned from my past life on what I did wrong and fixed it to the point that the gods and all these other realms and all these other deities and shit that respect me so much, they're not going to let nothing touch me because I corrected what I did as I'm unique. You know, twice, ten times, a hundred times over. Now me just pouring out love and teaching other people and healing them, that's just like even more icing on the cake. That's a cherry on top. They're like, damn, she's just... She was a really good soul. She just got confused in the past life. You know, they're like, yeah, ain't nobody about to touch this little nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not, you know, I don't really, I'm not no cocky ass person. Like, if you really knew me in real life, I'm kind of shy. But it's like, um, they're like, damn, this, this diamond was in the rough. This diamond was in, under the ground, you know, under the ground. Now we brought it out and we, you know, got the dirt off of it. She's shining. She's ting-tinging over here. So it's like, okay, cool, like, and she's teaching people, yeah, you're tripping, and it's like, and I, you know, I help them on different levels understand things that happen between the angels and the demons, like, how everybody be blaming Lucifer for leaving and all this shits, it's like, I had to teach them that it's like, it's not even like the gods versus the demons, it's really, there's a darker energy that's on this planet, meaning like, I mentioned that already, like the alpha draconians that kind of like manipulate things it's not just demons it's not just the gen spheres it's like there's shit that's on here that's not even from this multiverse i taught them that when i broke down different things with the tower of babel so even the gods are learning shit from me because i spent time with these fuckers in hell so i'm like this ain't them i was able to like break things apart like the fallen angels didn't just fall for a certain reason they also got tricked so me breaking those curses and helping them out too they're like oh yeah she's yeah you're tripping can't nothing touch this little nigga so it's like once they let me out this motherfucker once they excavated that specific one that specific tomb right there buddy it's like it gave me a second chance it's like okay like let's let's see if she can do this and the guys are like that's why they fuck with me hella tough like because it's like bro I showed and proved to them, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying it's like Moses' story, but it's like, in a way, it's like, you know, I sacrificed a lot of things on my journey so that I can show them, like, this is not me, you know? I learned everything I had to learn so that when I did touch these cards, I made sure no dark energies can tap into me. You know, I learned everything I was supposed to learn before, and it's like, it's healing my past life, my current life, you know, my present and it's like it's also um, healing the future that I have for me and my kids and my offspring. Like, if you're interested, like, I even see my son, like, looking at me when I be shuffling cards. He be having his little ABC cards and he be trying to, you know, 
shuffle him and do his little thing and shit like that. Like, he's, uh, you know, he be whining for me and shit like that. And he's only three, but it's like, I see he's interested in this, so he probably gonna want to do this type of shit when he get older. And it's like, um, I gotta teach him, like, the ways of, you know, the things and shit like that, so he don't come up on no dark energies and shit. So it's just all, like, a learning lesson, like, for past, present, and future. And it's like, that story is in Nefertiti's tomb, because all this is in Nefertiti's tomb. Whether it's on the walls or it's in, it's like in papyrus or something. It's all there because it's like, um, we didn't have a proper burial. So she put everybody's story. She put the family story. It's like a family heirloom type thing in there so that, um, I can know my story and learn from it. You see what I'm saying? Like when I was doing my past life readings and shit like that, it's like, I, uh, I knew these things, but it's like the details of certain things. It's all in her shit. My golden stuff, it's all in her shit. My dad's stuff, all in his stuff. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a family reunion in there just so that the story doesn't get lost. It's hidden, but it's not lost. You know what I'm saying? Even though they separated us and kept us different and tried to throw us away, she made sure everything was still put together. So I respect her for that. I'll pause it here. I think she's gonna tell me like what happened after I uh, killed everybody. So what happened after I killed everybody was um they put me in there to torture me to mentally go crazy because they thought I was possessed. I see that um all the warriors were going against us as a whole, as the family. The people that were um once loyal to my dad went against us. It was like big talk around everybody. All the other kingdoms like got word of this, news of this, what happened. Um, everybody knew that, especially after this dude came, like the dude that was supposed to come to um, be my husband. And he had to go back to his kingdom and be like, they're like, why are you back here? I thought you were about to go and, you know, get married to Aminet and like, um, you know, be a king of Egypt. And he's back because he's like, oh, I'm glad I, I, I barely escaped with my life. This bitch was possessed. Yeah, like, she she went crazy. She went crazy. Like, man, he's like, he's probably feeling like, oh, my God. Like, I, I, uh, what did it say? He almost bit the bullet or, like, what's that little saying? Like, I don't know. He got out in the nick of time type shit. Yeah, he was like, that place was haunted. Like, this bitch was evil. She went around killing everybody. Like, he over-exaggerated the story, but it's like, people would, um, they try to throw away the story because people were getting haunted by the story of, like, what happened and things like that, how I hurt my brother and things like that. So, it's like, they were trying to, like, nip it in the bud and, like, have people stop talking about it, but it's like, he went back to his country. People were talking about this, so they're like, oh, these motherfuckers in Egypt just evil, dog. Like, it was a lot of lies being spread around. It was like... They were big up in it, like, yeah, she was possessed by this and that, and they got gin spirits and this and that, and, like, she chopped her back, you know, she chopped her dad's body up and all that. It's like, no, she did not. Like, she, she, I stabbed him, and it's like, I killed the baby by stabbing him, and then it's like, so the dad and the son is gone, but it's like, they was like, yeah, she chopped him up into pieces, and you know like it's like playing telephone like you don't get the whole message straight through so they went through and they was like oh yeah they're done so people didn't want to trade with them no more because they felt like their shit was cursed 
um, because, you know, what I did to my little brother. See, this is the stuff I didn't know. So, all this is what, like, as, as I'm telling y'all this, and I'm kind of joking around with it, it's like, I didn't know this because I'm in a fucking tomb by this time, like, possessed by a fucking demon. So, this is what's going on. I asked her what happened after this because I knew she was going to eventually get to my side of the story. So, I was uh, as I was shuffling the cards, I asked her, like, what happened after I was in a tomb? with these niggas dead bodies and demons like what, what, what was happening she was like she told me like bro the story got way more exaggerated than it was they said i was like a demon since i was a child and i was not but they tried to make it seem like i was an evil evil since i was a child um people didn't want to trade with them anymore people didn't want to come over there and like party like people stopped celebrating the family um nefertiti had to like defend her family a lot defend her husband a lot because she knew like this this not this was not true you know she raised me up as well um people didn't want to go get healed by them anymore it was just like yeah she just started to go haywire um a lot of people were like kind of taking more of the blue lotus to like you know they were over doing the blue lotus like what her mom taught her was like used it for healing purposes people were just was trying to get high and shit to like avoid um like not thinking about this shit she had to like defend a lot she had to like step up and become the queen so then it's like boom now this is queen nefertiti so remember how i mentioned that um i mentioned in on google it says that um the next female pharaoh didn't happen until like the 18th century and that was her chef set and i told y'all that was cardi that's her that's her reincarnated it's cardi um it's like that's a lie because Nefertiti was a queen and she had to take over after my dad, after I murdered my dad. So she was the next queen. People, like, trade was getting hard. It was like, okay, fuck, like, fuck, bro. I gotta reclaim our power because my husband's dead. Nobody wanted to do anything with him and his legacy. And it's like, you know, I got all these kids by him. And it's like, I ain't got nobody else to be a pharaoh. So she became a pharaoh. She became a female pharaoh. Um, I see that she had to, um, yeah, she had to balance some shit out because basically everything was imbalanced at that time. Everybody was talking shit. They didn't really want nothing to do with anything, but she gained respect because it's like, if you think about it in today's time, Nefertiti's hella respected. So it's like, she was starting to imprison the motherfuckers. Like, look, bitch, we done talking about this type of shit. Like, yeah, we had all this shit happen, but it's like, you're not about to keep talking about my family. You know what I'm saying? Like she started to arrest motherfuckers like if you wasn't loyal to me you're gonna be arrested and it wasn't it was like you know she went from the stories that she learned about the plagues that happened and like um the the slavery and stuff she wasn't keeping them as slaves you're just gonna be in prison you wanna keep talking about my family i'm trying to run my country you feel me like i'm already hurting because my husband's not here i grew up with him you guys are trying to spread all this news to all these other places Shut the fuck up or be in prison. If you're not going to be loyal, you're going to be in prison or I'm going to kill you. So she kind of got a little bit more cutthroat. She was able to, like, use her high priestess energies in a little bit more way where she was, like, able to see who the snakes were around her. And she had, like, certain people that were loyal to her and was like, go arrest them. Go get them. Go do this. Go do that. If they're talking about me, oh, well, if they're talking about me as her daughter and my little brother that I murdered, you got to go to prison. You're not going to be able to sit here and live on my land and live this luxury and um, 
and like you know how this go and do all this shit and you're ruining my country because you're, you're you keep talking about this shit and then you're talking about this shit with other merchants coming in so then they're not trading with us because these people are from other places and they're trying to trade with us and do business and you're telling them this story and it's like instead of carrying on the story of like how they were before this happened you're gonna tell them all the bad shit so bitch you're fucking up my business get your ass in prison and that's just how she ran it so she became like really cutthroat with this shit um she made everybody put her husband's stuff in her stuff you know so that she can be buried my stuff and her stuff as well because she felt like she not only lost her husband she also lost her um her daughter because it's like you know even though she wasn't my biological mom she still like had a part in raising me too so it's like she she lost a lot she was mourning a lot but it's like at the same time you guys got me fucked up so it's like she ain't even had a chance to heal and everybody's talking shit doing all this stuff and she knows and it's eating her alive to know that i'm not even dead and that i'm just out in the middle of the desert dying off like that was haunting her she was having nightmares about this People was trying to make it seem like I was going to pop out and come and kill him. It's like a zombie. Like, this shit was getting real, real. Like, yeah. It was like, um, hear no evil, speak no evil, see no evil stuff. They were, like, trying to chant and pray that I would not come out this fucking shit like a zombie. Like, they were tripping. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, this is kind of funny, but it's like... Nigga, you guys are big up in this shit a whole lot bigger than what it was. So she was trying to put the fire out in her world, in her kingdom at this point in time. She was trying to change the way people was thinking because it was like, you're you're fucking with my money, you're fucking with my food now. You're fucking with shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're tripping. She's not going to pop up out today. Like, she's done. Like, you know, she's buried in mercury. She's like, they literally covered me in mercury. Um, You know how toxic mercury is to you. She's like, she's in there with her dad's bones and shit like that. So she was just like recorrecting the story. And she actually like started to, um, started to get things back in balance. She had hella people in prisoners and she didn't give a fuck. She was not losing no sleep off these prisoners. She was still living her life. She didn't give a fuck. She was like, okay, you want to talk all the shit? You can go to prison. I'm not going to feed you, man. You can die off and see how it feels. Basically, I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. She let the prisoners just die off. Or she, like, killed them. She might feed some to the lions. But for the most part, it was so many damn prisoners. And she felt the way. She was like, okay, you want to keep talking about Aminette and, like, how she's out there. And she's, like, being buried alive. So I'm just going to let y'all rot in this prison and not have no food, no water. Y'all keep talking about her and y'all want to see what it feels like to be a zombie. You tell me how it feels to be a zombie. So there's a lot of people that was in her community that she just let die. Because she was like, fuck you guys. Because it's like they were ruining her money. And that's one thing she wasn't trying to fuck with. Because it's like, I already lost everything. You're not about to lose the last of what I had. So I see if anybody was talking that anything that wasn't good about me and my dad, it's like you're caught red-handed. As soon as you said it, as soon as it slipped out your mouth, she could have had, like, spies or people was like, Nefertiti, this person said something. This person said something. And it's like they were running from what they said like it's like you know what i'm saying like gossip if people was gossiping it's like oh this family was gossiping then that's it it's like you know what i'm saying she ain't about to think twice about it you gotta go you want to see what it feels like to be left in a hole somewhere and not have nothing okay tell me how it feels see if i care about you being mad hungry sad 
you needing love. No, okay, you did that to my to my um stepdaughter, so I'm gonna do that to you. Basically, people were like fighting, like, no, I didn't say that, and it's like, no, motherfucker, you did. There's hella witnesses, you know. So it's like they were scared to face Nefertiti because she was not fucking with that shit. She was like, yeah, I'm not. You wanna judge my family? I'm going to put you in prison. That's filthy. I didn't notice. I'm not gonna hold you. I did not notice until now. Yeah, she's like, fuck that. I'm not gonna hold you even when the dude try to come. Yeah, okay. The dude that first brought the story over to, because it's like, I don't know what he could have said, but it's like, you ain't had to bad talk to these people. So even the dude I was supposed to marry at this point in time, um, that went back to his place and was like, um, like, yeah, this happened. And he like, you know, bigged up the story and made it seem like I was like a walking zombie demon thing. Um, like, you know, like he ain't from here. He went back to his place talking shit. Then he tried to come back here. And try to, like, marry um, somebody or, like, try to be a part of the community. She, uh, it's modern days time. She clapped him, but I see she could have, they could have shot him down with a spear or a bow and arrow or something like that. They killed him. They stabbed him in his heart. I'm not going to hold you. They, like, they killed this man. He came back, and it's like, you shouldn't have came back. Because, like, you, you, it's, it's, it's like, my bad, bro. We didn't know she was going to go and do all this when you came to marry her. But it's like, you left and went back to your country and was talking shit about my family and you are one of the reasons why a lot of people don't want to trade with us then your damn ass is gonna come back to my country and Nefertiti is running it like Queen Sheba at this point she's like okay cause it's like you gotta think about it she learned from Queen Sheba in a way like she learned from her mom and dad yes but it's like Queen Sheba was heavily involved in her life because she was married to his son, her son, right? Um, she was married to Queen. She was son. So it's like she's kind of stepped in that energy now. Like when um, the female ruled by herself and it's like um, she just killed anybody that didn't agree with her. So she kind of like tapped into that energy. And like, you know, her mom, like she learned like, okay, to avoid the plagues. We don't have no peasants and slavery and shit. Okay, cool. But at the end of the day, like... She kind of stepped into the energy of, like, Queen Sheba. Like, bitch, if you're going to say anything about me, if you look at me wrong, you're dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> she didn't play that shit. So, I see, um, she killed this nigga. Like, she, it's like, oh, he's back, he's here. She seen he was going to come back in his dreams and she killed him herself. Yeah, she killed him herself. She's like, oh, yeah, you're tripping. Fuck you talking about? Because that's the whole reason why. She also see, seen that the sun god Ra wanted this to happen because it's like I'm already being punished, bro. It's like I'm already in the middle of nowhere with nobody, no fucking canopic jars, nigga. No gold, no nothing. You feel me? Like, I'm already suffering. So it's like she seen in her dream that the sun god Ra wanted her to kill this motherfucker because it's like now you're just ruining our place it's like if we go broke and fail as a country as a whole everything we built this 13 dynasty was like supposed to be built from scratch like we built it from scratch we made something from nothing and it's like we did this we've been establishing this we're like you know we've been raising this up for generations and just because that one incident happened you're trying to ruin everything that my mom and dad and me and my husband ever built i'm clapping you like easy she took out the warriors and everything she seen when they came back, they were the same ones going around talking shit, ruining trade. So she clapped them all. I'm not going to hold you. She had all her people kill his people, and she killed him. 
and she ain't lose no sleep off that. They ain't come back. They went out there and they didn't come back. I see. And uh, I, <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. His uh, his parents from whatever country they was coming from, they were confused. Like, what happened to him? Like, what happened? Did he just? What happened to his team? Like, what happened to his knights? Um, he was talking about because it was like everybody was like, oh, he was the one that was supposed to marry the zombie girl and. He's the one that's supposed to, whatever they call the zombie, like the dead or the one, the murderer or whatever they try to say. So they like, we know he didn't marry her because she was like the last daughter that was there and she's dead. So it's like, what happened? So then people tried to spread stories saying like I came back alive and like ate his heart or some bullshit like that. So she was just like, oh, okay, you want to be cute? Like she's just killing everybody, bro. I'm not going to hold you. She's killing everybody everybody she didn't care and rock gave her permission to do this because it's like you're ruining so it's not that fucking serious it's like i'm already going through my own judgment i'm already condemned to hell in duat a moot's already gonna eat my soul you know what i'm saying like dog you just like you making the shit worse by spreading around lies and bullshit and like since he didn't come back people was like oh she popped out of the grave and ate his heart and like bitch what like what the fuck bro she's like oh you guys can all go and rock gave her the dream before they came to do it so she set up her army they clapped these motherfuckers with these arrows and these spears and shit and then she had them bring her him to her in particular and she killed his ass and then she ain't losing no sleep and everybody else is in prison who want to keep talking it's just like everybody can be in prison in this bitch i don't care you know that's kind of the energy she had that's filthy i respect that thank you because it's like nigga what the fuck bro it's already bad enough i'm in here like dog <laughs> let me uh pause it here bro Okay, let's continue real quick. So, yeah, she got cold with it. She's like, look, she pretty much wiped out everybody in the neighboring cities. Like, just like everybody. Everybody in the neighboring city, she made a testament with them. Like, a, not a testament, but like a statement. There you go. She made a statement with them. Like, if you talking to shit, like, if people try to be like, okay, fuck it. Like, damn, we ain't do business with them in a minute. And, like, they weren't doing business with them for a minute, right? And they weren't trying to trade with them, so it was fucking with her money. And so she 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 knew what countries and shit and what merchants and shit was doing that. So say they really started to need stuff from her country. And it was like they were trying to starve her out because of what I did and all that little shit and all them stories and shit. It's like now, it's like months later or something. Whatever, however they calculated time back then. It's like now, uh, you trying to come back and be like, hey, um, I know we ain't been here for a while, but uh we was just trying to do this she was like she just clapped all the merchants and took their stuff and was like look y'all can only come back here if you're willing to grow you feel me so it's like word got around town that like if you were talking about what happened to the husband what happened to me or what happened to you know uh my little brother and shit that i killed then you're gonna get killed when you come here so it's like people started to clean up their acts because they were scared of her yeah Nobody was allowed. It was like a hidden story after that. It's like, don't talk about it no more. Like, I don't want to hear shit about it no more. So it's like a new day now. Like, she really took 
energy like of Queen Sheba. She was like, if you mention it, you're dead. I don't give a fuck what country you come from. If you're coming here trying to be in my face, ha ha he he, and then go back to your country and talk that shit. She was clapping merchants. She was clapping soldiers. She was clapping anybody that had anything to say about anything that was negative. And it's like to the point that nobody even spoke of it again. So it was like a hidden story. It was like, it was just not mentioned. It was unmentionable. You better trade these fucking melons and get these coins and these blankets and get the fuck up off my land. And if you mention it, you're going to get clapped. I'm just going to take your melons. I'm going to keep my coins, keep your money. You feel me? Keep your horses and everything you came with. And added to my collection. So it was like at the point that people were like, fuck that, bro. Huh, it's not even worth my life. Like, but we have to trade because our country is starving too if we don't trade with Egypt. We're losing too many soldiers. She's killing everybody. Like, <laughs> yeah. She stepped into, um, She stepped into, like, Beset's energy of, like, being protective of, like, her child, her children, her family, marriage. She stepped into, like, Sekhmet's energy. She stepped into Queen Sheba's energy. Um, She started to, like, carry around a snake, too. So she would just start letting snakes bite motherfuckers. She was feeding motherfuckers to hyenas and lions. Like, she was like, look, what's up? So then I see people, like, started to come in peace. They was like, bro, how about we just not talk about it no more? So it was like, the story was written. And so that, you know, I can, um, people can know about it and learn from it. But it's like, um, whatever happened there, it just stayed there. She kept the snakes out the world by doing this. People were scared. But it's like, we got to trade with these niggas. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, don't talk about this no more. Or you're going to lose everything, your money. You thought you were going up there with it, but you're going to lose your life going up there. It's like we can't keep losing our soldiers. You know, she was just too powerful. And she was seeing it before it happened, so she knew. It's even like even if they didn't come there automatically talking shit because they needed something, she can see the faces, what place they were from, what colors they were wearing, what stuff they were coming to trade with in her dreams. So even if they didn't come up there flapping their lips and talking shit, she knew behind the scenes they was talking shit so she was just clapping and they're just like how the fuck did she notice like they were scared of her they were like kind of they were really scared of Nefertiti because they're like what the fuck I ain't even say nothing like I ain't even talk to nobody bro I just said you need these blankets and she's like Pah. like she just ah. hit him with the little arrow like gone done it's because she's seen it in the dream before and it's like this is horse and rock showing her the snakes that was trying to come and trade with her so they're like yeah take them out fuck that shit we don't need that shit in our country yeah so the people were scared of her i'm not gonna hold you so everybody just was like i'm never gonna talk about that shit again it's like it got to the point where it was so scary to talk about you could die because they didn't understand how the fuck nefertiti knew they were talking about it still in these other countries they're like nigga we was talking about it in another language like she don't even what she don't even speak this language it didn't matter it's like um Sekhmet's energy was in her like a motherfucker. It's like she'll be Beset's energy to protect her marriage, her family, her children. But then Sekhmet will come out of her when she had to kill motherfuckers. Like she's like, I said, Sekhmet gets very violent. So she was like tapping into the Egyptian gods and she was imprisoning people. She was killing motherfuckers. She was doing all types of shit. And Sekhmet was in her energy at that time so she can be more violent. And during certain times when she'd be more nurturing, it was like Beset's energy. She'd be praying to her, like tapped in with her, doing offerings and stuff. 
So she utilized the gods how they were supposed to be utilized with the energies and stuff. When she needs to see stuff in her dreams, Ra or um, Ra and Horus would show her stuff in her dreams that was hidden before about the noise that was going on and talk and shit that was going on. So she was able to rule her country like that. And it's like because people were so fearful of like, they didn't even know it was like Nefertiti's gifts. They just thought it was like, they thought speaking about Amunet, what happened to Akhenaten Amunet and the baby, they thought that story was possessed and scary so much to the point that they thought if they spoke of it, they died. But they didn't know that it was because Nefertiti was seeing stuff because the gods were showing her stuff and then killing them. They thought it was just like, oh my God, you can't even. Like, people got so scared of speaking of the story that they wouldn't even mention it. It's like somebody tried to bring it up and shit in their other country in another language and they're so scared to speak of it they literally thought you would be cursed to die to speak of it so it's like she created that much fear in people that nobody even wants to mention the story anymore they didn't keep sharing it so that's why it became the hidden story or like the lost story in a way yeah because it was like it was spiritual war they're like look you got full permission from us to take these motherfuckers out so then people started to, like, you know, get over it. They started to celebrate her. That's why she was the most, like, beautiful. She was the most celebrated. You know, all that shit. But they didn't know that she was really the one that's, like, causing all this heavy. It's not really, like, my energy was doing nothing. Like, I got possessed. I got put down there. That was just it. Like, nigga, that was just it. You feel me? But, like, the story carried so much weight that she was killing everybody. And they thought it was, like, just speaking up on my name. Mentioning it. It was like the boogeyman. It's like, ooh don't say that like <laughs> that's so filthy yeah it was like spiritual warfare that's filthy so she was able to bring and thrive her country again she was able to do these things again because the talk of the town stopped spreading because she spread um caused so much fear and stuff new people new warriors were being born and bringing more stuff and people wanted to marry into the the Egypt family again and all that kind of stuff. So it's like in a way, Ra and the other gods that I mentioned, they um, helped her um, get back this land. Cause it's like, even though this happened to me, it was unfortunate, you know. But it was also destined. Everything's destined by the gods. You feel me? But it's like you're not about to like the gods are kind of feeling the way because it's like you're not about to take these people and they did so good as a people. But you're gonna let one person ruined an entire country like how did this that happened to Aminette ruin the merchants the the marriages the trading the whatever people visiting and just having fun they let that one story like ruin everything for people because they were spreading stuff around so the gods judged them at that point and was giving her these visions to um shoot back at them that's kind of how i'll be like you know when it comes to me and me um, breaking motherfuckers down and breaking their necks about certain shit, even like when they talk about Dr. Sebi and shit like that, that little bitch on the fucking TikTok, like certain things the guys tell me to do, I do it. This is the type of stuff I mean, because it's like they're uh, they're ordaining you to do this. It's like you're their foot soldier. You're actually on this planet, so they're giving you permission to do certain things so that certain reputations and certain things that they want to grow does not fall you know what i'm saying so like you know when i do little shit like that that's why the guys are telling me to do this the same thing with never tv they were telling her to do this because they wanted this place to thrive they already wiped out everything with the fucking plagues they don't feel like the 13th dynasty is doing anything unfair 
they punished her already. So move the fuck on. Don't make my people suffer because you want to keep talking shit and gossiping. So if you want to keep gossiping, you can be in prison or you can be killed. Period. Even if you think we don't hear your language, the gods speak all tongues. You know what I'm saying? So like that's kind of like what was going on. So the gods made me be the boogeyman to get everybody to shut up. But it's like, it worked. So now shit's working again. I see, I wonder if she got her own face on the coin. Hold on, let me see. Let me look that up real quick. Because if she got her own money, that's filthy. so I don't think so no I thought it was gonna say that she uh no it could be talking about her statue it could be talking about her statue so I think they were starting to they were like um putting her uh, her face her statues they're making lots of statues of her because I'm like what is this yeah they were making lots of statues of her around this time and it was like made of like gold and like crystals and diamonds and like it had real like dope shit in it yeah I thought it was saying that she had money I'm like what she got money yeah so basically um the plagues were not gonna happen they got rid of these people that needed to get rid of um, I see that she just kept pouring love into her people, pouring love into her family. Um, if people were falling, it's like other than that, after everything moved forward and people just started to like respect her again, worship her again in a way, and like you know, just move forward with the whole situation. Um, I see that the Egyptian gods would just curse anybody else's land that kept speaking about it after that because it's like okay we she moved forward she's not in this energy where she has to physically put in work anymore people are not directly coming to her anymore so if it's like if people are still acting away or trying to be a certain way behind her back they would just like plague that person with like a disease or something to die or you know like yeah it's like she she didn't even know these people but it's like she was probably having dreams and visions and shit like that She's like, damn, I haven't seen this particular merchant in a while. And it's like, even if he was like, it's like, you know, like, what's that shit? Oh, oh, you, oh, you were thinking it. Yeah, but you said it. Like, you know, even if people were like trying to keep their thoughts in their mind and like still do business with her. And it was like in their mind, every time they seen her, they kept thinking about her and the whole story. The gods would just plague them themselves because it's like, okay, you bitches are trying to get smart and be a little sneaky with your hate. So it's like, okay, that's cute. She'll see it in her dream. She's like, damn, I haven't seen that merchant in a while. It's because the gods killed him off. Rock killed him himself. He's like, yeah, okay. You're going to be a peasant in your own country. We ain't going to do this Egyptian plagues again. But it's like they were plagued with going from rags, uh, from riches to rags, from kings to their begging to like peasants and shit like that. Ra was making this happen. People going mentally insane. Um, having dark times, shit like that, having a, um, or the, like, their, their country's been, um, overran by, like, lions or animals, diseases, things like that, 
because it's like you're still trying to come over here and trade with her but in your mind you're still thinking about what happened there's like don't even fucking think about it like so it's like at that point she didn't have to really lift a finger anymore she didn't have to really do that stuff she could just be she just moved on she was healing herself you know she was dancing again singing again people were doing music trading food her daughters um were coming visit her from other places that they were married off at they would come visit their mom from other places and stuff and it's like um they were just you know getting back to their life so it's like um she didn't have to be in that queen shiba energy anymore she could just be herself again and she was always into arts and dancing and music and she liked that so it's like even if people were making like being two-faced around her and then even if they were just thinking it raw would just kill him yeah he's like i ain't got time for that but she would still see it she just didn't understand what was going on i'm seeing or she just like what am i seeing <laughs> like oh that country failed yeah because it's like stop talking about it they'll get bit by a big ass spider or fucking snake or something out of nowhere and just die their people will turn on each other and shit and go to war with each other it's like oh wow you're going to war with us and we've been doing business with you this whole time it's because the guys made that happen because it's like shut the fuck up about it you know what i'm saying it's like move on bro everybody else moved on but you're not moving on you know and that kind of makes sense too in today's time when i be like um when I be like, bro, I haven't, I, I've, I'm, to be honest with you, bro, the only spells I've ever done is protection spells over me and my family, my loved ones, because it's like all these people are just attacking me. So I could do dark magic. Yeah, I know how to do it. Yeah, I have the right to do it. The gods told me I can do it. I'm not going to do it, though, because it's like I don't have to. So since I keep choosing to, like, turn the other cheek on situations and then I'll get on here and y'all hear me breaking these motherfuckers' necks and shit, it's like they're still doing this shit. So it's like... It's in it's in the God's hands now at this point. So that's kind of like what's happening with them too. You know what I'm saying? So like I always compare my past and my, my present. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, I, I'm not even doing Like literally, bro, I'm like halfway dead in the middle of the desert somewhere. So it's like there's enough that has been done in this situation. And it's like, um, it's like, um, it's at the point where the gods are like, okay, you guys are still talking that shit. We're going to start showing you what it feels like to be broke. We're going to start showing you what it feels like for this. You're going to, you know, so it's like, it's kind of in today's time too. Even though there's a lot of shit going on behind my back, I see a lot of shit. But even the shit that I see, it's like, I'm just, what am I going to do? I'm tired of doing this shit. Like, I'm always going to call it out if they tell me to call it out. But it's like, I'm not doing no spells, bitch. I don't think about you. I don't light a candle. I don't do shit. I don't dance around the fucking moon. I don't bark at the moon for it. Just leave it alone. Drop it, dog. Like, it's over. I win. You lose. You feel me? Like, just, it's cool. But it's like people keep doing that shit. So it's kind of like, in this past life, that was happening too. And it was happening for more than just me. It was happening for Nefertiti in her country. It's like, okay, she moved on. She's healing. So I always teach you guys lessons. The lesson in this is, is like, bro, don't you can't keep beating a dead horse. You know what I'm saying? Like, the horse is already dead. Like, leave it alone. So it's like these people in today's time, as who I am speaking to y'all in today's time, they keep trying to attack me, and it's like, it's done. Like, leave it, bro. Like, for me to get on here, like, you guys can hear. I done moved on, start doing love messages, healing messages, start talking about the fucking cosmos and how people were birthed in other realms and shit. I ain't even worried about y'all. And then every now and then I get on here and I have to break somebody's neck on here. Because it's like, bitch, you thought I didn't know you was doing this. I did. I just don't care. Because it's like I leave it to the gods. So this is the type of energy of like she just had to leave it to the gods. But it's like she still was able to see 
what was going on behind her back. Even if she didn't quite understand it as much, she still was able to see what the guys were doing to these people. Same thing as me. I still can see. Every fucking night I dream, I see some shit. I don't even get to enjoy my dreams and be in every single dream with my husband like I want to until we get together. You know, it's like, I just want to see my future. I don't even get to see that because I'm seeing them doing shit to other motherfuckers every single day. Every day. Every time I go to sleep. Every nap. Every full night's sleep. I see some shit. So it's like, she had the same ability, basically. Okay, so we're almost done. This is the last pile. Thank God. <laughs> and my son still sleeps, so hey, that's a win-win for me. Okay, so boom. Yeah, basically moving forward um let me see was she ever remarried i don't know every time i say that word remarried it made me think of uh, the wood <laughs> he's like that's not true because i think we'll see for now nope she was never remarried Yeah, she was never remarried. I don't know, that's right. That's loyal to the soil, baby boy. So, I see, um, she just moved forward. She continued to, you know, bond with her daughters, her, um, her next generations. So, like, her grandkids. Um, she continued to, like, bond with them to lead them in the right way. So that um, she made sure to like teach everybody about spirituality and divination and things like that. So that um, this would never happen again. Because they built so much. She didn't want all of this to like fall overnight. She just stayed the Pharaoh Queen. She never remarried after dad was died. She just carried on his legacy. She continued to have dreams. Um, she continued to see truth in dreams. And like teach people things as well. I see that, um, what else? Yeah, she also was, like, seeing that dad would one day be reborn again. It just wouldn't be for several centuries because, um, he was, like, in a way, he was in Duat. She seen that when dad was reborn, that he would kind of come from struggle, but he was going to get himself out of the struggle. I told you guys who my um, dad's energy is. And it's crazy because I think he's younger than me. And I think when I did the podcast all that time ago, it was like when I first found out about like um, K-Flock being tight and Dougie B being my dad's energy. And I was like, that's funny because he's younger than me in his lifetime. I think he's like 25, 26 years old. And I thought they were all like 18, 19 year olds. But um, Dougie B is a little older than him. He's actually my dad's energy reincarnated. I mentioned that before. Um, so it's like, you know, he could have came out some hard times and like um, started to rap and now he's doing good, basically. This is an energy again. She's seen that one day he would be born again, but he would have to like make it out the mud on his own. So it's like the same way as me. Except for me, like I have all this money that I was supposed to be born into, but this happened because I had to like earn it back. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't buried with any fucking treasures. 
but she did see that the guy showed her that like he would be successful when he came back he was gonna have to free himself mentally spiritually um that he's gonna be a warrior he's gonna be coming back to be a judge on this planet like to be one of the judges or like to reign alongside of tut um that like he wasn't fully cursed or anything like that even though they um threw away his generations and stuff like that it's like the same in the same lifetime because it's like even though he's younger than me we're still in the same lifetime right we're both alive at the same time so it's like um how do i explain this to you guys Mm -hmm. um energy never dies it's just transformed right so it's like um I had several lifetimes on this planet as other energies. It's just like me being back in Amunet's energy is in this lifetime. You see what I'm saying? I've lived other lifetimes and I have to deal with this type of karma for lifetimes before this. I didn't have to deal with this karma until now. But it's like it was always there because it cannot be destroyed. It's just transformed. You could soul swamp. You could be in a different energy. I have Isis in the energy. I have segments energy. I have several different energies. But it's all one soul. So it's like, um, him being in Akhenaten's energy, him being that actual soul from this past life, and for us to be alive in the same lifetime right now, it's like the reason that it's, it's not a coinky thing for that to happen is because he has certain karmas and things that he has to go through to get through on his own life path, his own journey to um to be the king that he's going to be one day, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's just it's a thing. So it's like he has a chance. So if he was doing bad shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I hear his music and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like even if he's doing bad shit, it's like he... He has to get himself out of that. You know what I'm saying? He has a chance to get himself out of that so that he can bring uh, wealth and stuff to his generation. So it's like we all get another chance from this actual lifetime to do these things all over again, basically. Yeah. Um, all of these things are written in this fucking tomb with Nefertiti. Everything that I mentioned is in this tomb with Nefertiti. Even the fact that she wrote that we would one day come back and be able to be granted another chance by the gods. Yeah. This is not mentioned in the Bible. Because it's a hidden story. It's in her shit. And I don't even think they can break it down. Yeah. Her, uh, I think now she's telling me what's all that's mentioned in there. Obviously everything I said but, like, she strategically put it in there for for a reason. Um, her being into gardening and arts and um, certain herbs and tinctures, um, protective energies are in her tomb to protect all of these energies, these crafts. Um, and I think also, I think she engraved in this tomb. It's like a prayer to the gods in a way. She's, she's showing me. It's like... Um, She's seen that he will be able to get another chance, and I'm guessing she probably seen that I'll be able to get another chance. Yeah, she did. So she's seen that we both will be able to get another chance at life, even after all of this type of stuff um, from the gods. So since she had this information before she died, since she was going to be buried with all of our things, our trinkets, our everything, besides our bodies, she wrote on there, and she protected, she put in a, she put a protective seal around it, like certain gods and goddesses 
and things like that to protect this energy because of what she's seen from riding horse that um when we do reincarnate that i will be able to learn these lessons so she actually that's filthy i'm not gonna hold you she put in her tomb she engraved it in her tomb that when i'm reborn again i will actually be into herbs and learning about herbs um that i will get all my fortunes back from everything that was stolen from me in the lifetime i would be protected i'll be spiritually protected spiritually wealthy be able to travel be able to do this and do that like all the stuff that i should have been doing as a queen a pharaoh female pharaoh whatever back in the day that i'll be able to do these things that i'll be able to earn money um and like be very blessed with earning money or something like that um that i'll be able to like be easy to manifest that my dad and me will be able to balance out our energies um when we're reborn again so like the stuff that he had to deal with with his own karma he'll be able to balance that out with, within himself and me as well that um i wouldn't be seen as as crazy that i'll be able to like actually get love and um and like have my family that i'm supposed to have together with this <laughs> um with like who i'm destined to be with so she basically manifested that i would have a soulmate basically she manifested that i would look into and learn about um mediumship abilities my psychic abilities she manifested i would have these things and also um be able to learn about them and teach others about it um wow that's deep because i was just saying i just literally said like damn her gifts are like my gifts so that's kind of why my gifts are like her gifts because she manifested that I would have these gifts because I didn't have them as I'm on that so I wasn't able to see demons and tell about other spirits and things and divination and stuff so she manifested this so this is why me and her gifts are very similar because she's the one that prayed that I would have these type of gifts and learn about them and study them so I can know how to use them she prayed that I would have a oh my god what <laughs> that's so crazy she prayed that I would have a firstborn son and that this son will be also gifted by Ra and be like a very loving child. That we will also come into lots of money options, like more than one money option. That my dad will have his fortune and stuff as well when he came back. This is so filthy. I'm stuck on the fact that she manifested for me to have my little gremlin nest in that living room right now. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. my little grumbling I be running around the house and shit she manifested for me to have him first so I see the gods knew I was gonna have a boy Friday knew I was gonna have a boy I was actually praying when I was pregnant that it was gonna be a girl first cause I, I knew about girls I knew about raising girls and stuff I didn't know much about boys so it was destined for me to have a boy first she also Pray that not only would I be balanced with like herbs and spirituality practices and stuff, beauty, um, the stuff that I'm into. I'm really into music. I got a good ear for music. I can't sing for shit, but I can I have a good ear for music. Um, dance. I'm filthy at dancing. She manifested that. I'm filthy at art, drawing, pastel, painting, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm filthy at that. I'm also uh, like war based. Um, I fought a lot in my life. I know about stuff like that. War, fighting, I'm really good at it, skilled at it. She manifested that too. She's filthy. She manifested that like no spells could take over me. I wouldn't be like a drunk. 
So I know, I know for a fact people try to put drunken spells on me. I've seen it in my dreams before. So that even if I did have certain addictions to certain things, I could just walk away from it with ease. And that's a fact. Like, I tell you guys, like, oh, I got some weed, or I ain't got no weed, or, you know? And it don't, I don't sweat off that shit no more, though. It don't affect me. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to be high. I don't have to drink. I really don't like drinking, but, like, I don't have to do these things. No matter if people try to put spells on me, I don't have to do that. It doesn't work. Yeah, that I'll be really into, like, healing, um... All the shit that her mom was into and she became into, like, healing with teas and herbs and stuff that I do now, she manifested that. What the fuck? <laughs> this is so filthy. Wow. And it, like, that, um, what I went through in the past with killing my brother and my dad, that it wouldn't give me nightmares in today's time because it could have haunted me that I only have, like, good memories and even if I do have to, that's probably why it's like, um, I kind of be like jokey jokey when I talk about this kind of stuff because it's really dark. So it's like, um, that when I talk about it, it doesn't hurt my soul because, you know, my soul was already tormented enough in that lifetime. So like, even when I'm talking to you guys and talking that shit about what happened, it's like she manifested that I would be lighthearted about it because like, I went through too much already. You know, so it's like that's why I kind of was like, damn, this little evil little bitch, you know, like, but this is really some shit. So it's like, to, even sometimes with people's past lives and they hear the stuff that they did as a, as, you know, that's why it's like when you're doing past life readings as a reader, if you're a tarot reader and you're doing a past life reading for somebody and it's not rainbows and butterflies and it's some dark shit. It's, 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 you don't just tell them that shit. And this is somebody that's going to teach y'all this. But pause it real quick. That like, I'm going to pause on the story real quick. As a reader, it's your responsibility to make sure it's a service that you're providing. So you don't just tell people, oh, yeah, you was uh, Jeffrey Dahmer in a past life. That's going to fuck somebody up. You feel me? So it's like you 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 going to send them some healing words. You're going to make sure they get through it. You know, you don't just tell people their past life and what they did and, and just lead them with that. And then it's like mentally that's going to fuck them up. Even if it's not the energy now, you tapped into something in the past as a reader, as a tarot reader. To anybody that's going to listen or is listening as a tarot reader, you don't do nothing like that. You got to help them heal through that. So it's like for me... um. I have a lot of uh, dark past lives. They're not just, it's not just this one. I got a lot of dark past lives. I got a lot of good lives too, but it's like a lot of them was dark because it's just like my energy was dark for a long time until I healed it in this lifetime, right? So it's like, um, she basically blessed me to like have this healing energy about it. Like, damn, that's what I did. And I'm like, God damn. Okay, well, let me fix that first off. But at the same time, for it not to mentally torment me or, like, torment my soul or for me to feel like, oh, my God, I'm such a bad person. I don't deserve to live and be happy or none of that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, me teaching whoever is listening that's a tarot reader. Um, you need to, if you if you can't do that, if you don't know the words to help heal somebody through this type of shit that you're reading for them and it's dark, don't do the reading. You feel me? If you see the cards, give them the money back. It ain't worth however much you charge to um, have somebody be in a lifetime of hurt because they knew they did this shit in the past life and, like, they can't get over it in this lifetime. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's just a word to the wise. Don't do that as a tarot reader, okay? But, like, she basically manifested for me that 
I can heal quickly. Um, and that also, um, when I read about my dark ass past lives and all the killings and shit I had to do, it, it doesn't affect me. It's like, oh, well, damn, I'm never going to do that again. It's like, oh, that's hot. Don't touch it. You know, when you touch someone, you hot when you're a kid, you're like, oh, shit, that burn. Never going to touch it again. It's like I learned my lesson. Boom. But it's like I can sit here and laugh about it now because it's like, God damn, that was dark. What happened? It's like they gave me a dark sense of humor. <laughs> she basically gave me a dark sense of humor. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? She also manifested that um, nobody could ever put any spells on me or trick my mind. Like, even if you feel like you're getting away with it for a minute, she's seen that I was going to be into divination again and um, in one of these dreams that she had. So she manifested on her tomb that when I was born again, that nobody can trick me, whether it's by way of cards, crystal balls, scrying, spells. It's like you can't trick me. Even if you feel like you're tricking me for a certain point in time, it's because nine times out of ten, I'm not going to hold you because even when I was um, doing previous readings before and it's like people were putting spells over my divination and I thought something was going on with my child's father. I thought he was passed away. I thought like people wanted me to think he had diseases and he was just out here doing all this shit. And it's like wasn't true. It was like um, that stuck for a minute, but it didn't stuck. And the reason why is because I can break out of whatever spells are put on me. So even if you feel like, oh, yeah, we won. Yeah, that's all she's talking about. She doesn't want to be with him anymore. Or we, it worked. Like, the spell worked. It really didn't. The gods needed to show me that I can get out of any spell mentally myself. So once I really started to, like, break out of it, it's like the spell never stuck to me. It's like you're trying to, it's like oil and water. It's not going to mix. It's, you can't mix it. And there's also certain things that, um, People would try to put spells over my... And y'all can hear it in the old readings. And I would... Once I realized what it is, I would break out and be like the fucking Samuel and Ball. I just call them by their demon names now. I don't put out their real names. They don't need no clout. You feel me? But Samuel and Ball, they try to trick me into thinking that they were my husbands. And they were, you know, we we're going to be like, you know, together and all that. Because they wanted my fortunes. And it's like... um it's like they're really dark energies. These niggas were demon kings walking around this planet. But it's like their energy was cloaked and hidden for a minute and they were manifesting me. There's a bunch of been a bunch of people trying to manifest me so I can go away from who my actual soulmate is. And it's not even like, oh yeah, the spell's working. Da, da, da. No. It's like she basically manifested me to be able to be like mind over matter and like when this happens again that i'm able to switch out of this energy no matter what how dark it is no matter if people are sacrificing fucking baby animals or not it's like it don't matter what type of dark magic will be put over me in my mind because of what malthus did in his past life I'll be able to eventually break out of it myself and get my mind even stronger so that no matter how many burdens people put on me, I will never be mentally confused, never be mentally ill, none of that kind of shit. Like, you just can't. It don't matter if it seems like it's that for a portion of time. She basically wrote that it would be a lesson for me to see. Like, oh, God. So it's like when, 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 when the energy tries to do it again, I automatically know, oh, this is a mental spell. Oh, this is a confusion spell. Or this is this. So it's like she basically manifested that I can get myself out of any spell. And, like, I will go through it for a certain period of time so I can learn the lesson and teach others about it. 
so that they won't get into me. Like, this is what a confusion spell looks like. This is what chaos magic looks like. This is what that looks like. So it's like, she did it that way. So it's like, I'm taking on burdens, but I'm not really taking on burdens. Because you can't really confuse me. It's like, even if you think you are for a minute, it's like, it's, she, she played chess with my shit. I'm not going to hold you. It's like, I'm playing chess. It's like, oh, okay. So I'm in the mind of my opponent, and I can see what your weaknesses are, and what you're attacking me with. And once I break out of it, it's just going to go back to you. And she manifested that I would be with my soul family again. It's the last manifestation. So, like, or she manifested I would have a big family. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) So, she manifested, like, me and my husband would have, like, a big family, a bunch of kids. I see how many kids, I ain't going to say it. And he told my ass in a dream, but I ain't going to say it. That's between us. But I see how many kids we're supposed to have. Even, like, the kids I did not have by him, like physically on my body, I see a total of how many kids we're supposed to have. That is so crazy. <laughs> That's filthy. Well, thank you, Nefertiti. I didn't know all of these things. Like the last couple parts that I did, I didn't know this stuff. Like after I went into the imprisonment, that's where it ended when I did my own past life reading. Like, that's where it ended. And I just knew the lessons I had to heal through. But I didn't know all this shit. So, that's all I got for y'all. This is a lot. I got to go back and listen to some of the Tower of Babel episodes. And listen to this too. But, yeah. That was a lot. That's some love, though. She loved me deeply. She loved my dad deeply. And that's more respect to her, bro. That's all I got to say, bro. I hope you guys are learning from this thing because that's the whole point. You guys take care and enjoy your Saturday. Peace.